I know it's the preseason, right? I know I know it's the preseason, Damo, and I I don't I, I don't I don't watch the preseason as much. I, I'm starting to do it now because I'm dealing with you guys, so I got to pay more attention to the preseason. But I'm really worried about that Charlotte team, man. I am. I'm, I, I, again, I, I know it's Boston, and I know that because I, I I think Boston's a favorite in the East, but I'm worried about that Charlotte team. I am. Man, people have been trying to tell me, like, I don't live an hour outside of Charlotte, so I literally keep up with this team on a daily basis. People try to tell me because two years ago they made the plan that, oh, yeah, they must have improved so much. And no, they haven't. They literally have plateaued or gotten worse. I understand people love Miles Bridges, like Miles Bridges. There is going to be a level of rust on Miles Bridges not playing for a year. But he could have been hooping his whole time and Rico Hines this whole time. Yeah, it's still going to be a level of rust getting back into playing organized, right. professional NBA basketball. Right. People are trying. To, I, I believe in Brandon Miller. I believe in Lamelo. I don't believe in nobody else on this. I don't believe in nobody else on this team. Now, people are pre. Uh, chill. You were the first one to say it. I've seen other people on the timeline preach Mark Williams. I got to see if Mark. I didn't yeah. pay too much attention about Mark Williams. <laughs> cool. I got to see it with Mark Williams. I don't know how great you're going to be with. Uh, Terry Rozier just at this point it feels like an empty 20 off the bench I don't know who Gordon Hayward is anymore I don't mm-hmm. know what it, I, what is it with this team PJ Washington in my opinion is just PJ Washington I don't I don't see the hype with PJ Washington right. he got more coverage for his baby moms than he did for playing basketball <laughs> I don't know I don't know what the hype is with people liking PJ Washington so this team is really I, they might be the worst team I think the Wizards can be better than the Hornets they might be the worst team in the league why is that though, Damo? Because I believe in more players on the Wizards, and the Wizards have a they have a better identity and less issues off the court. There's guys who don't even get in the game that have legal issues on the uh, Hornets. There's guys who were third men on the depth chart and or third string on the depth chart who were causing ruckus behind the scenes and had to get cut for just nothing, just just because this team is dysfunctional. That is a problem. I think who's, that. Who's Go ahead, Chill. I, I, I just think that this team, looking at what they've done, and LaMelo really, as good as LaMelo is, and I know it's the preseason, but I'm looking for improvement. That's what I'm looking for more than anything. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking for improvement. And, you know, with young players, you see it early, and I haven't really seen much. I mean, he's still taking the same shots, and he still isn't defending at, at the level that I need him to defend at, and – I feel like he's buying his time in Charlotte until it's just time to go. I'm not. Why wouldn't, I, 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 he? Why, why wouldn't he? I mean, yeah. he's honestly, I, I've always felt that Lonzo was the, I felt Lonzo was the best brother out the three because yeah. of how he played the game. I felt LaMelo was the most talented of all three brothers, but his mind has never just been back. He's always had the, the protagonist mindset. He's always had yeah. the, I'm a star. Since he was, 16 since they had right. the show on him he's yeah. always had a star like mine so i never i never expected him to just especially going to the hornets buy in on basketball buy in on just becoming the best basketball player ever i think he's content where he's at he's a talented player and i feel like if you put him around other talented players then you might see it a little more they might get it out of them but when right. Melo is your best player when the mellow is by far your best player too it's not even close on that team we well, by far your best player right. and that team does nothing 
he's going to be stagnant content. I was he was an all star reserve. I was surprised he was even that in his second year. He, I wasn't. I, I thought he played himself into an all star role, being the twenty and eight guy, and that Charlotte mm-hmm. team winning, and he was the engine to to them going. But um, I think he's going to make Brandon Miller a lot better. I do. Th- I, I do think he's going to make Brandon Brandon Miller a lot better. But for the most part, that that Charlotte team, and I'm a big Mark Williams fan. I think that he could be, to be honest with you, a better version of Marcus Canby. I I, mm-hmm. I I feel like he could. I could. I, th- I feel like he could be in that kind of mold, but. I don't know what they're doing in Charlotte, and I think that they're going to be. I'm really worried about them. I am. I, I agree with Damo in the sense about Lamelo in the sense of I do think he has other interests besides basketball. I don't see him as a guy, even in interviews, as a guy who's consistent. Like I'm in the gym working, putting in the work to get better. I think he's content being a 20 and eight guy, and that just might be the guy he is, which is fine. But him being the best player or, or supposed leader on the team. I think it's definitely problematic. Even the maturity, like even when he gives interviews, so wait, because because like Lamelo has pizzazz off the court, that means he's it's, not, not going to get better on the court. It's, it's, oh. it's not pizzazz. It's not pizzazz. It's almost like he seems immature to me. Like there's got you can have other interests off the court, and still be a leader, and still get better. But he, to me, it just seems like to what Damo Jaylen, thing. He's not a Jaylen. guy who can work in the gym like that. Jalen and Damo, dude's twenty three. And plus, and plus, he's twenty three. I don't think that's the issue, Ron. Did you hear what I, I, I think said? The, I, I heard what Damo said, though. In terms I, of what? In terms of, I don't think his focus is, I don't think it's just basketball with him. And I don't think I, that he's the type of, I don't think he's the guy that's just going to be in the gym to better his game all the time. He sh- and this I, isn't an assumption. This is what he's shown. He has shown he has other interests since he was a 16-year-old. Hey, don't, change LeRon. don't y'all change my name now. Put my name at TicketTVMedia.com. That, that's, you got LaRon.com. My name is TicketTVMedia.com. What? <laughs> Ticket, I never changed your name. But uh for so you guys sincerely believe that Melo's not putting in the work because I, I think not... I think Melo puts in the same amount of work as Lonzo simply because they come from the same tree. And if not even more. I don't think I don't think Lamel first of all, I don't think he's putting in as much work as Lonzo because you can see it yeah. physically. Lonzo physically over his first three years in the league. You've seen the drastic change in his body alone. First three to four years, you've seen the drastic change in his body alone. And I'm not saying LaMelo hasn't gotten bigger, but again, LaMelo has shown since he was a 16, 15-year-old that he was definitely more, not more concerned, but he definitely had a high level of concern about his image off the court, his image, doing other things to make money, other avenues, being a businessman, because that's who LeVar Ball bred these boys to be too, not just basketball players, but to be businessmen. And LaMelo took the forefront of that. I think LaMelo, out of all the brothers, he is the most willing to, uh, when, it, when it comes to dealing with media, social media, doing um, doing business deals, doing all that other stuff, extracurricular stuff, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. I just think he's more focused on that now because he's in Charlotte and they're not doing nothing. So he has no incentive to really care just about basketball. That's what I was going to say too, Damo, because to, to counter Jalen's point, Jalen, is it fair to say that the unit that he's on – the demand isn't there. Like if he was playing for the Lakers, if he was playing in Miami, if he was playing with the Knicks, the demand for him would be higher to get better, to produce more, as opposed to in Charlotte where they're just happy to have him there. They're just happy to be entertained with him there. So maybe that's just where he is right now. If he was playing in a different market where the demand for him to be a better player was higher, maybe he would improve. But that also goes back to the kind of player he is. Does he need that? Shouldn't that just be the shouldn't that just be the mantra on him anyway? Whether I'm playing in Charlotte, whether I'm playing in Minnesota or Miami, 
I want to get better regardless. Now, I, I think you're right for sure. I think playing in Charlotte, he's he's asked to be the best player on the team right off the bat. He's asked to be a leader only at 23 years old. If But then if he was in the Lakers and he has all those vets or another team with vets, I think they could help him, whether it's the work ethic, work ethic in the gym, whether it's how to deal with off-the-court situations. And even on the court, I think he'll be asked to do less and he'll be allowed to get better. Uh, um, he'll be allowed to get better, at, I guess, at a more – at a more reasonable rate while now they're just kind of giving him the keys. So I definitely agree with that. 100%. I sincerely don't know what you guys are talking about. He's literally gotten better every single no, year. I never said he didn't get better. That's what I'm saying. Are you listening? No, you guys are saying he's complacent for why do you guys think that he's complacent and, and Lonzo hasn't been complacent? Okay, why do so you think that he doesn't want to get better just because he better. plays for the Hornets? Since year one, since year one, how has he gotten better? Tell me, tell me which ways he's gotten better since year one. I mean, what do you like his game wise? Yes, what in his game he's, has gotten he's, better since year one? He's just he's gotten more polished. How? That's so. That, that what do you, what do you so, mean? How? I don't think he has. I, I think maybe his usage went out a little how bit. I think he's the same better. player. I've I really seen what watching him Damo, last night. To be honest with you, I haven't really seen much of a change in his game in the last two years. And that's not a bad thing. He's a, right. he's a phenomenal talent. So me saying that he's not really improving at a high rate because of the situation he's in. That's not me saying he's a bad player. I still think he's top twenty five. When we did the rankings day one, when I wasn't trolling, by the way. I was saying Halliburton and Lamelo from twenty one down. Like I think he's a top twenty five player as is. So I'm not knocking his game. But if you're gonna tell me he's gotten better as a person who's been watching him since his freshman year in high school, tell me how he's gotten better. Because so wait, what do you what do you, what do you what do you think he needs to improve on? Because obviously defense is glaring. Defense is glaring. His in between game needs to improve. His scoring in between. So instead of getting to the rim and trying to finish with a floater, which I want to say and. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chad, or anybody up here. His floater isn't the most consistent floater in the league, so it's still an inconsistent floater. So even finishing at the rim or the ways he likes to finish, he needs to polish that. He needs to fix his in-between game with pull-ups, trying to get shots um, from the mid-range and pulling off the dribble under the three-point line, and limited amount of threes that he's taking. It's easy when you're just on the Charlotte Hornets and you're taking 10 threes, 7 threes, 8 threes a game. And it's whatever efficiency. For him to shoot 10 threes a game at 37% clip, yeah, that's cool for that volume. But Lamelo doesn't need to take 10 threes. He needs to open his game. He's not Lonzo Ball. He's a more talented scorer. I can live with Lonzo taking majority of threes for his shots because Lonzo's not a scorer. He is a shooter. He's a defender. He's a passer. Lamelo is a naturally gifted scorer, and that's what I mean with his game needs to develop. And right now he still hasn't even touched that because he doesn't feel a need to because this team is going nowhere. That's what I mean, Ron. If you're going to tell me his game's improved, tell me how his game's improved. His, his decision-making also needs to improve too, Ron. I'm watching him – like I remember watching him play the Heat where he would throw, he would dump it into Mark Williams and they'd get buckets, and then he'd have like two or three trips, and then he would thwart that by coming down and just jacking up a three, two straight trips. So his decision-making, that still hasn't improved. And his in-between game, like, like Damo was talking about, his ability on defense, a lot of times he looks lost. Like he just he, – I'm not going to say he's as bad as Luka, but a lot of times he just looks like he just wants to get back to the basketball. Like, he doesn't want to compete on defense. And that bothers me for a franchise point guard. That bothers me. I'm not saying he can't improve because, again, he is young. He's 22, 23. There's definitely room for improvement. I'm saying as long as he's on the Charlotte Hornets and they're on the path they're on, he's not going to be incentivized to improve those things. He's just going to – he's going to be coddled to be the player that he is now. No one's going to push him unless they get a new regime in there. Mm -hmm. And and that's that. I think he's an all-star, borderline all-star level player. And that'll be it, that he won't reach his ceiling, which is a elite guard in this league. 
Halliburton is going to lap him. Well, I'm not. I'm not agreeing nor disagreeing with you, Dumbo. Um, I just think that you're underselling the sh- uh, Charlotte in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, personally, I think I think Mark Williams. Uh, then that draft, honestly, I was like, obviously we got Keegan, and I'm super happy we did. But I was like, man, we need to figure out a way to get Mark Williams. I'm really high on Mark Williams, mm-hmm. um, and I also think that um, I think I, I think that what's his name, Brandon Miller, is is gonna be is gonna be really good too. I think I think we've kind of been sleeping on Brandon. A lot has to do, a lot of that's Wimby's fault. A lot of that's Chet's fault. You know, those guys we're talking about them. I think Brandon Williams is gonna be is gonna be really good as well. And uh, just because just because his baby mama was a hoe. Um, <laughs> it's not me. It's not, it's not an indictment on PJ Washington. I think I think that kid is, is super talented too. Um, I, I want to see what Charlotte's going to be in three seasons, maybe two, two three seasons. Now you right, you right with the off the court stuff though. Miles Bridge, I think Miles Bridges really shot his shot shot his uh, franchise in the foot with that shit he did uh, last off season. But um, you know he's still on the team, he's still in the league. You know regardless of how regardless of how people feel about him being in the NBA, he's back. Um, so maybe maybe that can boost them up a little bit too. Um, I think I think the, I think uh, what's Charlotte might have a bright future. That's just all. That's all I'm saying. So if if Melo is in fact not getting better because he feels like, or if maybe that's just the perception that he's not getting better because the franchise isn't going anywhere, I think that's wrong, and I hope that's not how he's looking at it. Yeah. Because if he does in fact improve on the things that you guys are saying he needs to improve on. And he helps. He helps Brandon Miller come along and be dynamic at the, you know, at whatever wing position he plays, two or three, whatever it is. Um, Mark Williams becomes a if he, if he if Mark Williams becomes a better Marcus can be. I think Char, I think Charlotte could potentially be a problem in the future. And even and even so, because we, I think we're all are, are in the same mind that they're not making the playoffs. They're going to be a lottery team this year. They may get another another really good draft pick or another good guy to come through. But I think I think Charlotte can be can be competitive soon. Dama, what last, I was about to say, that last Super Chat that was up there, that's genuinely wrong. We've heard players throughout at least modern history talk about how the structure of teams and the dynamic of teams will affect how they view the game and how serious they take the game. Kobe Bryant during his later years was upset with how shitty the Lakers, and I'm using Kobe Bryant because other people on this, on this panel have used Kobe in scenarios, so it's not an extreme example, but Kobe Bryant was upset with the level of talent around him during the, the the ripped Achilles era. He was pissed off in practice. He didn't show up to practices half the time. He didn't want to practice. In his words, these motherfuckers ain't making me better. What, what am I here for if these motherfuckers ain't going to make me better? Y'all don't want to practice. That infamous practice with Nick Young. Nick Young spoke on it. Julius Randle spoke on it. Lou Will spoke on it. Bro, Kobe was upset because no one, no one was there to challenge him and make him better. John Wall on the Rockets, when he was there and they didn't want to fucking use him, the nigga was like, bro, what am I here for? What's the point? John Wall could have easily put his head down, went to the gym every day, worked on his game. No, he was upset because how the organization was ran. So that shit 110% can affect. Now, does it affect every player? No, because everybody in the NBA are humans. And oh, humans all are right, all right. You had your, you your airtime. Shut up. Uh, that's a goddamn lie. And I'm going to call your shit out. That is not true. Kobe Bryant brought it the same way all the time. The only reason why Kobe Bryant wasn't practicing in the Achilles area is because he couldn't physically practice. And his coach came out and said that on YouTube, you can go look it up. His coach put it out there that Kobe wanted to practice. 
but he couldn't, he literally couldn't practice. His teammates said it too. It wasn't about him bitching and complaining. Kobe Bryant didn't care who you put around him when he stepped on the court. He was going to get the same, if not maximum effort every single day he went out to the court. And his teammates said this, Carlos Boozer and all those guys in the locker room, Jordan Clarkson, everybody in the locker room said, Kobe Bryant brought it every single time he got, but it was times he could barely even move to get out there after the games, after that Achilles hurt when he was going down. Now, he was upset with the roster, but that did not change his approach to the game. So you will not misrepresent the dead in here today, sir. You will not lie on the dead today, sir, when his coach, who was there, his players, who were there, and your ass was not there, are going to misrepresent what he represented? No, Kobe Bryant represented excellence in every situation of when he went on the court. He never cheated the fans. He never cheated the organization. He never cheated the game. The only way Kobe Bryant wasn't on the court in practice or in the game is if he physically could not be on the court. Kobe Bryant would give an arm and a leg to not only be on the court, not only push guys to be great. Hence, you had the video when he was going off on the guys telling them they saw the charming in that era. In the videos where he was going off, telling guys that they wasn't working hard enough and they need to bring it whenever they was in practice. That was because Kobe Bryant had enough love, enough passion, enough commitment and, and honor and dedication to the game. So you're not going to sit on here and say or, or assume that Kobe Bryant shafted it because the organization wasn't doing what they were supposed to do because he gave it 100 percent. And if you think I'm lying, it's easy for me to go hit up his head coach at that time. Because his contact information online, and I'm pretty sure I can get a line to him easy and get him to come on here and tell you that your ass is lying. Now, that's all I got to say about that. So Julius Randle and Nick Young's a liar. Thank you, Ticket, who played Dominican Pro Bowl for letting me know that. Thank you so much. What, what did you play at? We can, I got stats playing ball. What did you play at? In the fat league? You played in the fat league? You played in the five bunch plus league? You keep trying to disrespect the nigga, right? You never get shit in your life to sit on YouTube. You've been disrespecting me since I got on this platform. Don't talk me about this. I made millions of dollars playing basketball. Yo, yo, let's talk cool, y'all. Let's talk cool. Let's talk cool. I'm coming to We can move on. Uh-huh. Yo, all disrespect aside, I'm going to let y'all chill for a second. Let's let's talk hoop, though. I sincerely believe that LaMelo is going to take a big leap this year, though. Back to LaMelo. I think he's... Obviously, he, he got hurt last year, but I'm expecting Melo to continue to progress the same way that I feel like he's progressed the last years, just in terms of his numbers, though, number-wise. I expect him to get a little more efficient. I think he's going to be like a 25 and 9 type, 8, 9 type of guy this year. How you guys feel about that? I, I, I do think he's going to be better. I mean, I, I think he's – not, I, not I think he's going to be better. I just – I look at his game, and I think that there's going to be guys who are going to benefit from his game. Like like Brandon, like Brandon Miller, I think he's going to benefit. Mark Williams could benefit from his game if he implemented that stuff that he's good at more. But I, like I said, Ron, I really don't see that. I mean, what are we in now? What we, we're in year four, I think. Yes, I think year four. We're in year four. That improvement that I'm looking for, I haven't seen it, man. I just haven't. I, I, well, that's once once again that goes back to what I'm asking. Like, what do you guys want want from him? Like, you guys want Lamelo to average thirty? He averaged eight average assists 30. on a garbage team. I think that that is damn near impossible to do, to average eight assists with the guys that he's with. So my thing is, obviously, as I'm the guys around him get better, as, as the guys around him get better, I expect his assist numbers to go up. I expect him to score more efficiently because the defenses don't have to just hone in on him. I expect him to get more open looks. I expect him to get more fast break attempts, just the simple things like that as the defense gets better. I expect him to look completely different. And on top of that, like, LaMelo, he, he has so much flash, and we, we quantify him as a scoring point guard. I don't think Melo is that. I think Melo is more 
a playmaker. I think he's more of a guy that can really actually run the offense, push the fast break, set guys up and things like mm-hmm. that. So if Brandon Miller evolves into being a 23, 24-point scorer, if uh, Miles Bridges comes back and he could average anywhere from 18 to 22, let's say that they get one more piece. Let's say Gordon Hayward, for instance, kind of gets back to his old ways and he can average 18. I think LaMelo looks completely different with as opposed to having to just be that number one option as opposed to just being a, a natural playmaker that he is. Damo, what you see? What did you see yesterday, Damo, from from your boy? I don't want to change the subject. I, I apologize, Jalen. But Damo, what you see from your boys last night? I liked what I seen uh, initially when we opened up the game. We opened up on a good run. Uh, yep. I liked a couple of things. Uh, I liked a good amount of what I seen from LeBron AD the aggression. Austin Reeves, hey man, I understand the Laker media cartel is Ox likes to put him is giving him a giving him a crazy push. I genuinely believe he, I genuinely believe he deserves it. Austin Reeves right. is a talented SOB. I, I promise you he is. Yes. I'm not saying all-star. I'm not saying he's top 50 in the league. I, I, I understand that. But man, oh, man, if there's a third option you want to have, I'm pretty sure this is going to be the season Austin Reeves proves that he's a legitimate third option in this league, like, without a doubt. Third right. option. At max, third option. He, he's a baller. Um, Torian Prince is a terrorist. Uh, yet again, I don't. I, if we have Torian Prince on the court to guard Kevin Durant, is going to be Austin Reeves guarding MPJ all over again. That, that's what I've seen from there. Dama, you're going to see that. I'm telling you, it's going to be worse yeah. than that. Yeah, you're going to see that three guard lineup, top <laughs> Dama, that you hate. And I'm telling you, it's going to be Gabe Vincent. It's going to be Gabe, D'Lo, and Torian Prince on the floor at the same time. That's going to happen. I'm letting you know that right now. We'll let Vanderbilt guard Durant. Let me. If I can, if I can address something really quickly, because you know we we, we got somebody in the chat. So, was KD's skill set ever in question to this day in twenty twenty? It was. It shouldn't have been. Is KD's skill set ever in question? I don't think so. I don't think nobody's ever. I feel like KD still has the goods. The question with KD has been what over the last four years. Injuries and his leadership, and injuries, uh, leadership. I'm really, that's it. Him being a real leader, right there, right? right. Really, well, really but, but, but I don't even want to talk about his ability to lead because I think that that's already been established. I just want to talk about his game. His game, in particular, the skill set is still there, the goods are still there. Over the last four years, however, he's continuously broken down and it's cost his team and it's cost his team tremendously. So now, him jumping on this. Phoenix Suns unit, which the roster got completely flipped. And now what they're going to do is they're going to ask him to do just as much as he was doing in Brooklyn. Is KD going to hold up? That's the million dollar question. I'm not looking at this roster going. I'm not looking at this roster saying this team is a championship team because, again, the roster got completely flipped. This Laker roster, on the other hand, we're talking about was James on the crew last year, Damo? How about Austin Reeves? Was he there? Yep. How about D'Lo? Was he there? Anthony Davis, was he there? Vanderbilt, was he there? I mean, your core guys are still there. You just exchanged some role players. Meanwhile, the Phoenix Suns completely flipped their roster. The only guy on that crew that was on the team in 2022 is Devin Booker. KD played eight games last year, not including the playoffs. So now what we're going to do is we're basically putting a fresh crew on the floor with Devin Booker. And we expect these dudes to be, just from a talent standpoint, to roll through the league. I just think that that's ridiculous, man, considering we haven't seen nothing like that. Sure, I don't think it's ridiculous, especially since you since you, since you brought the Lakers up. Right. When they flip, when they flipped their whole roster in the um at the trade deadline, they went from 13 seed to 
to them, they're the best team in the NBA. I, I got to admit it. When I seen what the Lakers right. were doing after that trade, I was like, shit, this is going to be some trouble. Right. You know, now, if they were able to do that, and they only, you know, they only had the only people that were still there that was of any really real, you know, Relevant. making a real impact was Brian, AD, and Austin Reeves. Correct. All those guys, other guys you named were involved in those trades. Now, that happened just like that simultaneously. Right. Those, those guys got it together. I don't see why the Suns can't do the same thing after a whole offseason, too. Right. Especially, and now I will, I understand what you're saying. It makes sense. But when you have that level of talent, I do think it's a little easier. And it seems, I know it's just preseason, but it seems like those guys that made three, it seems like they, they enjoy playing together. Right. It doesn't seem like they're having any issues moving that ball around. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, like I like I was saying during when during the uh, offseason, they're gonna move DeAndre Ayton. I know a lot of people are saying, nah, they might hang on to I'm like, in order for them to be competitive, they have to establish a bench. Now, if you ask me, the Suns have a top a top five a top five starting unit in the NBA. On top of that. I do believe the Suns have one of the top 10 benches in the NBA as well. Mm-hmm. I'm very impressed by the bench the Suns put together. Um, I know I know some of them might be no-name guys or whatever whatever people want to call them. Right. That bench is super underrated. Mm. I think I super do think the Suns are going to run through the NBA. And the more and more I look at the way that those three are moving that ball around, the way I, and Sometimes, just like I would expect, they fall in love with a little iso ball. But mm-hmm. when you fall in love with iso ball and it's Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal, even I'm like, do what you want to do. Now, they're not going to win doing that. But if they do go, if they do keep moving that ball around, if Frank Vogel and don't forget, don't forget Coach Fisdale's on that bench too. Right. If those, if those guys can keep that ball moving, keep right. that ball moving, that team, I might be willing to go ahead and say, they can win the NBA championship. Suns and six. Hey, but I, remember, I really want to see. I really want to see what's going to happen. That's one of the biggest things that I was saying when the trade first happened, though. You've never known KD to be a selfish guy. KD no. was playing with Russell Westbrook, and we were grabbing, trying to grab KD by his shirt, like, shoot the fucking ball. Yeah. Stop letting yeah. Russell Westbrook dominate the ball. Yeah. We, we were getting mad at, 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 at KD and getting mad at Russ. Like, yo, Russ, you need to give KD the ball. KD, you need to be more assertive and go get the ball. Fast forward, Brooklyn. He played with Kyrie and James Harden. Those are one of the two most high volume scores ever. Fast forward, last year he played with Chris Paul and he played with uh with with Devin Booker. Oh, I'm forgetting some. He played in Golden State. KD, KD's used to playing around other talented guys, so we were never concerned about KD. Devin Booker, he plays the game the right way. Like when you watch Devin Booker, he plays. He's not really a ball hog like that. Like he will move the ball. He will score off the ball. Bradley Bill, I know a lot of people didn't haven't really watched Bradley Bill too much, but if you have watched Bradley Bill, Bradley Bill plays the game the right way. He gets to his spots. He doesn't just sit out there and dribble the ball a bunch. He moves the ball around. He moves without the ball. So like I when when these three guys got together, that's why I was so quick to say, "Oh, this is a three that makes sense." This to me this three made more sense than other than Golden State, any other three that he's been on. Oh, this 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 three is far far better, and I, I was saying that when 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 Bradley Bill far better up, than than this, than Irv and Jay and then and oh yeah 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 for sure for sure definitely far better far better and it's not and don't get me wrong I'm not saying that wow. Bradley Bill is better than Kyrie Irving and I'm not saying that Devin Booker is better than 
James, well, I am saying Devin Booker's better than James Harden, but, but you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying like talent for talent. I'm just saying the cohesiveness, the ability to play together. I don't now, if, unless unless y'all know something I don't know. I haven't really heard yeah. of these guys being locker room problems. I haven't heard that they, they haven't been. They it's, haven't been. Not, it's, it's not no shade at Kyrie. It's big shade of James Harden though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I've never heard of Devin Booker. Uh, flying to New York and partying when when the team's supposed to be together. I've never heard of Bradley Bill just mm. walking, just just not showing up to to um uh, which training camp. I've never heard of these things. Now, if it's happening and I'm just out the loop, please let me know. But I don't see these. I've never I've never seen that problem from these three guys. And they're just like Ron said, they play the game the right way. And I know people would well, still don't have a point guard. They don't have a point guard. But the thing about the NBA now is there's just a lot of a lot of untraditional shit is going on that's not winning. That's 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 not you know uh, 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 not a black eye on your on your team if you will. Like the, I've seen a lot of a lot of untraditional things going on in the NBA, so I don't think they necessarily need a point guard. It would be it, it would be I, nice that it would be nice to have a guy that can that can settle down in the fourth quarter and really put things together. It would not it would be nice to have a 2020 Rajon Rondo. You know what I'm saying? It would, it, would, it would be nice to have a Ricky Rubio, right. a guy like that. That that would that would be nice. That would be nice. I think that played amazing. What, what, what happened to Ticket, yo? What, what what happened to Ticket? This is see, I, that's 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 first of all. Number two, what 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 you talking about, Ox? I I just think about when the game gets helter skelter. That that part I, I when the game gets helter skelter. That's the thing that I'm thinking about when the game slows down. And then I'm also thinking about injury. And this dude in the comments, buddy, talking about calling a spade a spade. So you call a spade a spade, buddy. Because last I checked, where's Kevin Durant from, Ron? DC. Yeah, where's Buddy from? So you want to talk about being biased. You got some nerve, homeboy, talking about calling a spade a spade. You got some nerve. You always talk about calling calling a spade a spade and being truthful. Meanwhile, you are the biggest, most biased dude in here. And I'm sick of talking about this with you, dude, Joe, because we actually have a really good show here. But this dude always wants to come on here and get in my face. Always wants to come on here and get in my face. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. You shut up, man. Get off my... I'm sorry. Hey, hey buddy, for what I one episode? Hey, buddy, look. And if we could hey, let's chill, chill for one episode, buddy. Hey, hey, heck please, Joe. Please, man. Because 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 this dude gets me sick with this bullshit logic. Let's be clear about one thing. James is better than KD. Eat it. There's nothing else you can. You, there's no logic you can give me. There's nothing you can say to me to suggest that KD is better than James ever. There's nothing. So the idea that you're telling me, yo, I challenge him. I don't know if you know this, my man, but if you look around me. I am on an international debate show, an yeah. international debate show, and I got to deal with Ron. I got to deal with Jalen. I got to deal with Mars. I got to deal with Ox, and I got to deal with Damo on the regular. So there's no way that you can challenge me and make me upset. Why? Because I got to deal with these dudes. I just it just it just upsets me because you think that you know more than I do, and you're calling me out on being biased when you are the epitome of that shit. You are. Talk to him. I'm chill. sick Talk of it, man. Him. I'm tired of it with this dude, Joe. I am sick of this dude. Damn, buddy. <laughs> like I don't know damn. basketball, and, and 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 I'm just and I'm just a biased guy who I don't care. If if let me ask you a question, Ron. It's Trey Young and and an ex player, and it's close. Who are you going with, Ron? It's okay to say it. It's okay to say it because he's your guy. <laughs> Because he's because he's your more guy. than likely I'm a rock with Trey. More than because likely I'm a rock guy. with Trey. That's the and, and 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 you know why? Because that's your guy. Period. Mars. If it's Jalen, if it's Jalen Green and it's somebody else and it's close, Mars. Who are you going with? 
It's not going to be close. Okay, and even if it's not close, you going with Jalen Green. Same logic. Damo, if if your favorite guy, it's your favorite guy and another guy, and it's close, Mars, I mean, not Mars, I'm sorry, Damo, who are you going with? You probably going with, you, you're going with your guy. So to sit here and call me biased, like you don't do the same motherfucking thing, it's so sucker shit, yo. And I'm sorry I'm cussing. I apologize. But I'm tired of this dude. I'm tired of this dude in my face when I got to deal with these dudes up here on the regular. I am sick of him. I have had it with him. I will say this, though, Chilton. I think that Devin Booker has the mind. I, I, I do think that Devin Booker has the mind, the ability, and the composure to to if if if, if Coach Vogel is doing this offseason, talking to talking to Devin Booker, letting him know I need you to be. Um, uh, forgive me. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to use a like a football reference. Mm-hmm. Like a like a third third quarterback, a third down running back. You know that that, that third down running back was like, uh, if, if we got a couple yards, I need you to come, boom, punch it up the middle, whatever, get these yards. I think Devin Booker can be that. Um, I hope I didn't butcher that analogy, but I think I think Devin Booker can be that guy where it's where you know we're up we're up four, we're down four, close game, it's helter skelter. You know, playoffs, Devin. I need you to. I need you to slow down the pill. I need you to. You know, I need you to compose the team. I think Devin Booker has the skill set and the ability and the, the the mindset and in the want to win. I think. I think. I think Devin Booker wants to win. I think and, he can do that. And that's fair. And I, I think that's fair, Big Ox. But when I again, when I think about the playoffs, when I think about not even just the playoffs, when I think about the regular season, when the game gets helter skelter and the game slows down. I don't think you guys need John Stockton. You don't need Chris Paul. I don't think you need that guy. But from time to time, the game is going to get out of control. And you do need that guy that's going to get the basketball. You here. You here. Hey, KD, I'm coming to you the next trip. I got you covered. And to keep us in line, as opposed to a guy in Devin Booker, where that's taken away from a lot of his game, which you're going to need. Especially when you get into, especially when you get deep into the playoffs, you're going to need Devin Booker to be the bucket getter that he is. You're going to need Bradley Bill to be that kind of guy. But to offset that, you do you do need a floor leader, not Rondo, not John Stockton, not Chris Paul, but somebody solid. I yeah. I thought when when Chris Paul got hurt this past season, Devin Booker spent a lot of time at the point guard. I thought he looked great, and I think now with Bradley Beal there too, we saw him play a lot of point guard in Washington. I think both those guys can kind of take turns being a floor general. I, I think both those guys are – Devin Booker is good enough to be the starting point guard on his championship-level team, especially in this team. I don't think they need a, mm. quote-unquote, traditional point guard like a Rondo Stockton. I think they mm. are talented enough and have the pieces where um, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, if they can kind of take turns playing point guard, they're definitely good enough to, to win a ring. And I think with the KD I thing, I think Ox are a good thing. Yeah, I, I agree with you too, Jalen. In terms of but, in terms of Bradley Beal and Devin Booker having no off court problems, I mean he's right. Those are just two guys who have went out there and hooped, you know, for several years now. So I think that's big for KD, and I think that's something he'll definitely appreciate, thrive off of. And it's probably the most spacing he's had since Golden State. I mean, we're talking elite shooters in Bradley Beal and Devin Booker, right? So he's gonna have the most spacing to operate. Is Bradley Beal an elite shooter, Jalen, or or is, or is he a streaky shooter? Like he can he can shoot the basketball, but he. he, 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 he Elite I'm gonna give him elite. I'm gonna uh, give him. Let elite. me let me double check. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase that. Damo, an elite long ball shooter. Because because again, we're talking about we're, we're, we're talking about guys. We're talking about spacing, right? I mean, I, I see Bradley Beal in the mid range. He got a money mid range game. I do see that. No question about that. But when we're talking about shooting the long ball and creating more space, right? We're talking about is he elite at that or is he solid at? It? Well, he, he will he will create space because you have to close out on him. 
Yes. You know what I'm saying? You have to close yeah. out on him. That's 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 yeah, just what, the thing. What did he shoot, Dabo? Like 37, I'll say when he was playing next to – what it looks like to me, and what year did John Wall get, like, uh, traded off the Wizards? 19? 19, probably. 19. Okay, so as a second option, honestly, he's an elite – From as a second option, he's an elite shooter. As a first option with teams scheming against him, the percentages died down. But it's nothing bad. I mean, outside of the 2022 season where he shot 30% from three on five threes. Other than that, we're looking at 35, 35, 35, 30, 37. So, I mean, above league average, he's a good shooter as a first option. But as a second option, he was elite. Now, as a third option. What, what was his percentages as a, as a uh, so, second option? So, first year in the league, 39. Then you got 40. You got 40. Both goes on four attempts a game, five attempts a game. You have 39 and then 40. And then uh, 38 again, and then 2019 is when it dipped after John Wall gets traded. So yeah, you got to be 40. I think he'll be 40 for sure. So I'm remember, say, Bradley Bill came in the league like as a shooter. That was yeah, his that mark. Was him, 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 and Devin Booker. That's why I don't think that they'll all have a problem playing with each other because I naturally I'm already a shooter off the ball. So it's nothing for me to spot up and wait for you to give me the ball in my spot. But I, I do want to. We got Dale up here. And so, Dale, we haven't necessarily got your take on how you feel about the Suns, how you feel about – and it's it's ironic you popped in right at this time. Per- mm. Perfect timing. I want to know how you feel about the <laughs> roster just in general. Uh, Dale, what's, what's up, up, brother? What's up, brother? All right. well, the, first time, the first time we did it, I, I wasn't – I had him second-round exit. I think I said that up here. But they got some pieces. Um, I don't know. I don't know like the fit of everyone yet. The the, the big three scenarios is an odd one for me to to <laughs> I, I don't know the deal uh the book who's gonna be the point guard, who's gonna be the just the of course they look at it now, anyone could bring the ball up the court, but I don't know if playoff basketball if that's conducive to win. So I still got him right now losing a game seven. I don't know to who in the second round. Maybe it'll change if I see how that looks, but in terms of, they feel that the roster pretty solid. I like Bobo. Um, I love Nurkic because he's more low maintenance than um, Aiden. Like I was feeling Aiden, but he's just more low maintenance, and they they need that. They need that. So right now, I got him like a second round exit. I got the Warriors coming out the West. Dell, you sound like like this is an outfit that you you're trying to figure out. All right, what shirt go with these pants? What shoes go with this shirt? It, it, you're not really. Yeah, it, it, you got whole, the fit yeah. though. You, you got the yeah. gear. You're just trying to put yeah. the fit together. That's what it sounds like yeah. you're doing. I wasn't. Keen. I wasn't hot on the, the coaching hire either, so all right. that just didn't fit my what I thought. Mm. You don't like Vogel? I like Vogel. Not with this. I do, but I don't like him with this bunch. I like him uh, building a team up, like how he was with the Pacers, starting with them and building them up. I like him yeah. in that realm. Just even even when he got to Lakers, they was like wasn't. He like had to stay there a couple, but it feel like this team is like, all right, we just got to pick a coach and we're trying to win the chip. I don't know if he's that. Like, I and I, I didn't like how Monty was. I thought Monty deserved his shot with mm-hmm. a whole year with KD and D booking them, just his whole year, not a half a season, but yeah, you know. I felt like I felt like when it came to Vogel for this team. I feel like it made sense because you got a guy who's a defensive specialist and could optimize the most out of this supremely talented offensive team and and give them the best defensive system for them to uh, uh, succeed and probably maximize them on defense just with systems and looks. Obviously, it's going to come down to them playing defense, obviously. But in terms of having a coach, I'd rather have a 
defensive coach with three guys who damn the playbook, they can get you a bucket from any level. I would rather have a defensive coach with them because he can really worry about the real issue. Because no one's really worried about offense. We can say the point guard play. What, what kind of coach you consider Monty? Monty, uh, I'm not even going to act like I, I, I have a realm for him for real. I don't know. I just consider him a good coach. I, I know his adjustments kind of were kind of sketchy at times, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what a class of him is as an offensive or defensive coach when it comes to Monty. Mm-hmm. Yo, so Dale, you said you had the Warriors coming out the West. Yeah, you think like yeah. you think they like running through the West, or you think like they? I don't know. If they could win every round in the game seven. That's still coming out the West. <laughs> so you you like Chris Paul over there? Yes, yes, I'm a big fan of that over there. I'm a huge fan of it because so what you... people I'm gonna because people are everyone say nah, he's too slow. They run, but they act like. The Warriors are like them boys running. They're getting older as well. Like they're getting older. Of course, they're still gonna run and get out and one, but they're getting older as well. Like they're getting older as well. So I like just what, three or four years less than Chris Paul. Yeah, but he's with 33, 34. I think he's thirty four, right? Actually, no, he'll be thirty six in March. He'll be thirty six this year. I'm talking about Steph. Yeah, by the time the playoffs start, Steph will be thirty six years old. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Everybody's saying, yeah, they're not the same running gun in the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I, I feel as if – I might have said it. I just can't ever go against them. I'm sorry. Even after last year and the Lakers getting them out of there, I still I still can't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to go against Steph Curry. It is, yo. I think if they get if they can get some favorable matchups in the playoffs and – Avoid some teams because that's really if, if you think about it, Dale. That's really what it's about in the playoffs. Like, Avoidance, yeah, avoidance, uh, uh, <laughs> matchups, and things like that. I would not count the Golden State Warriors out. I, I, I'm not gonna lie because before last year in the 2014-2015 season, since Curry, Clay, and Steph been together, they've been in the finals every year. Last year was the first year since they've been together since the 14-15 season when they started that they were not in the finals. Now I can appreciate the logic about. Uh, Draymond Green not being what he used to be and him being a hindrance and him being a, ne- a negative. But he still brings something to that unit that no other team has. He still has that. So for him to be on that crew, man. And Chip, 36 is not old. Thirty like 36, 36 is only old because they because they they pushing they've been pushing these young boys for the past generation. 36 36, when is 36 not been old, Big Ox? Come on, man. I, 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 never, I, never, I never thought 36 was old. I, I just in every term is old. He's in year 15. He's going to he's, oh, he's going in year 15, Big Ox. Oh, oh, on, okay, y'all, y'all say it's old. I say it's not. We could just disagree with this. Well, I agree I with you. I, I, I agree with Ox only in terms of like, you got to think in 1998. When Mike was what 35, 35, like he was 35, and even if you look at Patrick Ewing, was also around 35, 36, and of course, they're a big man, but they don't the the ages it is a younger sport in terms of like the 36 ain't going 90s or early 2036, and I think that's basically what he's saying. It's still old though, <laughs> but it, it's a dip with all this technology and all that stuff for your medicine for your body, like Steph, Braun, KD, all the making 36 look. A little thirty-three-ish, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's that was it different. De- you know, what I'm saying? thirty-six lot, is definitely the new thirty-three. A lot, the new thirty-three. if you if you're not taking care of your body, you're gonna be all that. You're gonna be all that twenty-nine. You know what I'm saying? If you take if you take care of your body, you're stretching. 
You know what I'm saying? You have to, you have to before, before yeah. you know, after after you work out, you get your stretching in. You know what I'm saying? You hitting your cryo chambers. You you doing you know you doing taking care of your body. You you eating properly. Getting getting the uh, the proper amount of water in your body. Bro, thirty six ain't bro. Is this era? Is the era we're in right now? Is this like the best we've seen the old guys as a collective? Yeah. Because looking around the league, it's a lot of guys 100%. that are 34, 35 plus. And at least from when I was growing up, 35, like 33, 34, 35. That seems I mean, it's like not a lot of guys. Yeah. Guys were done. But nowadays, it seems like you're still having that expectation of these guys that are 34, 35, 36. Hell, Bron, 38, 39. Still being top ten, top five, top fifteen players in the NBA. I mean, you got you got you got thirty six year olds. Now I know it's not basketball, but you got thirty six year olds out here, you know, running running super marathons. You know, what I'm saying stuff like that, doing doing incredible doing incredible things. It's like yeah. if you take care of your body, you can you can do this for a while. I mean, Tom Brady. They they said Tom Brady after after the games, he wasn't going out partying with everybody. He drink of water, going home to his family. Watching film, doing 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 the, what he's supposed to do. He, y'all seen him dominate into his forties, you know what I mean? And I know he's not necessarily jumping and landing on hardwood, but he's he's chasing. He's getting chased by six six three hundred and fifty pound dudes every day. So you know that's that's a that's an incredible feat if you yeah. ask me. So yeah. other quarterbacks that couldn't do that. It was other quarterbacks who was out there at 36, 37, 38, 39. Look yeah. nothing like Tom Brady did it for. Right. That's but what I'm saying. I, with, with that being said, with where they taking care of their body the way Tom Brady was. That's the main point for me. That's why guys like Brady and James are anomalies because you don't see that every day, man. I mean, guys like James, guys like James, guys like Brady playing at a high level to 40, 45 years old. I remember Brett Favre at 41. He wasn't very good. I remember Drew Brees at 40 years old. As good as Drew Brees was early on, he was not very good. And I don't think it was because he wasn't taking care of his body. I think Drew Brees was taking care of his body. I just think the problem was he just got old. And that, and, and, and it happens. Mm-hmm. And who's all in the 35 and up club right now that you guys would still consider? I don't want to necessarily say elite, but, you know, in that in that upper echelon in the NBA. LeBron, How is KD? KD, like KD just turned 35 last month. Yeah. LeBron, KD, KD, Curry, James, um, uh, 35. Buckets is 34. Al Horford, I, I, I'll definitely give you Al Horford, sure. Um, who else at that age? 35 years old. Are you guys classifying Chris Paul in there? No. I would say so. I, I think even, so. even now, Chris Paul is like 30, what, 38, 39? 38. He's 38. Let's be super honest. How many point guards in the NBA are we naming that are genuinely just better basketball players than Chris Paul right now? I'm not saying that he's top five, but for a 38-year-old guy with as much tread on the tires, yeah. you still can't name too many point guards better than Chris Paul. Injuries is the reason why nobody wants to touch right. Chris Paul. You gotta, he got old. But and still, that's in terms of skill, when he's healthy and he's actually on the court, how right. many guys are better? And that's the problem I have with KD. The ki- the skill set is still there. KD still got the goods. But over the last four years, he continuously breaks down. And he breaks down at the most inconvenient time. That's what happens when you're getting older. So, I mean, Kawhi Leonard's knees is like 40. Does that count? No, they more like they more like 55. <laughs> Jimmy Butler's 30. Yeah, Jimmy Butler's 34. Jimmy Butler's oldest. Jimmy Butler's oldest. They, they're like 55. I'm talking about that's what happens when you're getting old, old, you know. 
I say the same thing about I say the same thing about James, right? Like you don't hear me sitting up here talking about James like he was in 1819 or 1617. I don't, I'm not talking about him like that. The reason why is because yo, this dude is 38 years old. He'll be 39 in December. I can't expect him to do what he was doing five years ago today. I can't expect that. That'd be ridiculous for me to do that. And to the and, and to James B, like you talk about us a lot of old dudes on here. My man, you you could possibly learn something if you listen. With your snicker ball head ass, instead, <laughs> if you ain't digging it, why don't you just go bounce and go keep listening to your young dudes and not get no knowledge? How about that? That's facts. Whatever, whatever yeah, Chill talks talk about, like Alex, whatever things. Chill talks about, Alex English or Dominique, I'm not here to debate you on that. I'd be stupid if I'm here to debate him on Dominique or Alex English because he's seen way more of them. I'm gonna sit, listen. There's something I disagree with. I'll try to look at a maybe a point, but I'm not here to debate Chill on Dominique or Alex English or George Gervin. Nah, Nick wasn't, nah, by the way, Domino, nah, Nick, wasn't very, Nick wasn't very good I'm at that. I'm just saying, like, it's, 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 it's tough for me to debate you're, you're, uh, you're, a, you're a double agent. You come, you come over here and listen to that just so you can go slander him on, on open <laughs> field dub. I'm trying to see That's like call, and call, and, and call and call Alex English and those guys. Meanwhile, you're still here, Mav Don, even though you said you ain't listening to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're still here. I'm trying to find a list of, like, the actual active older players in the league so we actually know. Right. Um. They don't even have it for this season. So going based off the prior season of guys that are still in the league, obviously he hasn't retired. I don't think Iggy is active. Is he? Is no, he? Iggy like literally. Just shout out to Iggy. Yeah, yeah he, he just retired, man. Okay. Hey, shout out, shout out, Iggy. Mm. Hey, man, have a happy <laughs> retirement. You had a you had a great career, my phenomenal friend. career. How, how, is, how old is Jay Crowder? Jay Crowder. Probably like 34. Jeff I don't know. He's like on his list. I don't know. PJ Tucker's like 36. I might say, PJ Tucker, uh, LeBron James. I don't know if Taj Gibson is still playing. Are oh, we talking about PJ active. Tucker? Is PJ Tucker um, still playing at a high level? Uh, for him, I mean, is for is him, Jay Crowder still playing at a high level. Jeff Green is 37 years old. He was Jeff, just Jeff, like, Jeff, Jeff, still, uh, Unk still valuable. Unk is still yeah. valuable. 100 yeah. years. Rudy Gay. I know Rudy Gay's on the team. No, I don't. I don't know. Rudy Gordon. just who, who, who Rudy just signed. He's on the yeah, Warriors. I don't he's know. It, Rudy, Rudy has been relevant in a few years now. He hasn't been like he has not Jalen. Nobody yeah, can, ain't, ain't, ain't nobody really checking for Rudy Gay. Mike like Conley. That. Mike Conley. Nobody checking for Rudy. Yes, Mike Conley. I think Mike Conley. Hey, Mike Conley for sure on that list. Mike Conley. All right. Mike Conley. Conley's still starting. I don't think we needed to disrespect Rudy Gay like that. I don't think that was necessary. Al Horford's up here. Al Horford's here. Kyle Lowry's here. Uh, how serviceable is Wes Matthews in your opinion? Nah, he hasn't been serviceable. Oh, I think he's still serviceable as a defender. I, I do, and he, and he can make an open shot. Yeah, I think he's still I think, serviceable. After sure. Achilles injury a few years ago, I just think he wasn't the same guy ever since. Danny Green, James Johnson. I don't think James Johnson. I mean, James Johnson is just the guy you don't want to fight at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Danny Green, knockdown shooter, I guess. I don't. Is he on a team now? Is Danny Green still active? Yeah, Danny yeah, in the season, right? Yeah, he's he in Philly. Okay, yeah. okay. He's in Philly. Uh, Javel, I know Javel just did he just yeah, Javel? Yeah, like, you know, Javel's for sure on that list. And Joe Big Ox, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. Big Ox is is Javel McGee real quickly. He might be the best backup five man in the game. Is that fair? I don't know if he's the best, but Nas think, Reed exists. Nas Reed exists. I think he's, I think he's a really good for what for what he for what we need him to do. I can say he might be the most valuable backup center in the league. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, wish, just, I wish we had him last year to come get some fucking rebounds in the playoffs. You know, and I think just to end it before we hit the Steph and Kevin Durant, the, a couple guys above Kevin Durant and Steph Curry in terms of age, active. Joe Ingles, Nick Batum, and Patrick Beverly. Oh, and Eric Gordon is down here too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have that up. 
Again, yeah, not yeah, stars, Pat that old, kind yeah. of role players. Excuse me. Really it has been a while. I think, huh? I think Eric Gordon is still serviceable. I mean, I think he's going to play a, a, a big role. Sure. He's going to play a big role on um the Suns. Pat Beverly, oh, yeah, as much as I don't – as much as I love to hate him, the guy is serviceable. He he has a place in the league. So, mm -hmm. fellas, fellas, hold on. D9, I didn't say the best backup rotation player in the game. I said the best backup five man. That's what I said. I ain't talking about rotation player because Bobby Portis is a rotation player. Nas Reed, those guys are rotation players. I ain't I ain't talking about that. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the best backup five man. That that that's all I said. No. Someone said, "How do I how have I not named Brooke Lopez yet? All these guys are older than Brooke Lopez." Hey, last Brooke one. Lopez. Brooke Lopez and, how and old Brooke Lopez. Lopez. Say, yeah, Brooke, Brooke Lopez is he's younger than Steph KD, Eric Gordon, and um Brooke, no, I, Gordon. Think, I, I think he's yeah. older than I, I, no, I, no, no, no. I I'm I pulled up a little unless that muse is lying and they got these mm -hmm. dudes in order. I, I went okay. active NBA players by uh by age and it has I'm gonna look up Brooke Lopez individual. I think he's 36. The Lopez twins are below, they are below KD, they're below. Steph, they're below oh. Eric Gordon, they're below oh. DeAndre. Brooke Lopez is 35. That's okay. He okay. turns 36 in a little bit though. Uh, okay, April so 1st. Well, not to the not to the playoffs. So mm -hmm. and Kevin Love's right there too. But yeah, yeah, he is 35. Correct. Right that is correct. Mm -hmm. I thought he was 36. But I I chilled yeah. down. Ron, Ron was out here. Will, Will was hooked me yesterday. Ron was out here getting cooked. Just wanted to let y'all know that. <laughs> See, Ron, this is what I'm talking about, right? This is exactly what I'm looking for. You've got to know when, yo, I don't have it no more. I'm stepping mm. up. I'm just stepping <laughs> up. I got what I used to have. Let me get off this court because I'm not going to have no dude who I know <clears throat> that when this when this white hair was, was black, I would cut your ass and I can't do it no more and let you get the best of me. Nah, I'm out. Uh-uh. I can't do that. No. Uh-uh. Nah, that's so, what, so you, you just got to be a spot up shooter, just run down and shoot. <laughs> I don't know why we even entertaining Ox right now. Ox, <laughs> I Ox, Ox, Ox seen what Ox happened yesterday. Like, Ox looks more super tired. Looks like he got beat up a little bit versus Ron. Ron looks like he might have cooked a little more. Ox, you look super tired. Because mm. I, I, I go all out, all the time. I, at this point, at this point, John, I'm just the energy guy. Mm. Okay. Hey, Mars, he's a tryhard. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. We all we all need a couple tryhards on our team, right? Mm -hmm. All right, man. We got a few super chats. We're gonna get into, and then we're gonna get into this defensive player of the year ranking. We 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 didn't compile the top ten defenders in the league in the player's choice round, so we're gonna let you guys have that from ten to one. We're gonna do it that way. But from the top, a super chat from Drink More Water. He said, "I gotta give Ticket his props." He said it's bad to have different coaches handle different things versus one ruling coach. Stotts had one way, Griffin had another, which led to Stotts leaving. That's exactly uh, what I, 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 I wasn't on the fence about this, Damo. I, I don't think it's ridiculous to think that you got a dude on a bench looking at another dude going, I'm better at this than you. I'm better at this than you. And the fact that you're ahead of me, he is well-versed in Damian Lillard. And the way Adrian Griffin is handling Damian Lillard, Stotts is probably looking at this like, no, you're doing this all wrong. And you're going to screw this up. And I don't want to be a part of this. Stotts got, some, Stotts got some fucking nerve, don't he? The way he, the way he handled that shit in Portland. How you, how you, how you making deep playoff runs and only play six players? He killed, he, he killed his starting lineup and he couldn't, he, they, they didn't have any gas left. Stotts got some fucking nerve, don't he? <laughs> right, you, you might, you, if, how you, how you gonna say that you're not handling it right and you handled it completely incorrectly yourself? Like, 
And then, and then you know, is is that the case though, Ox? Because we're talking about a, about a Stotts who I'm just talking about Damian Lillard. I ain't even talking right. about handling the Milwaukee okay. Bucks. I'm okay. just talking about Damian Lillard and how Adrian Griffin well, how, is handling how, him. How does he know that he's gonna handle them wrong? Because he hasn't even started yet. Right? Well, that's let, what let, I'm let, saying. Let, let, let the man fill Dame out. Let 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 the man see what he can get from Dame. Let 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 the man see if Dame can do some other things, or you know maybe try to run it a little different. I think I, I think that was a complete. That was that was that was bitch assness from Terry Stotts. If that's the reason he left, like you could you could you just gonna just quit. What you is there is there another head coaching job on the line somewhere in the league that we don't know about that he's I'm about sure to go get? Be. I'm sure it will be at some point. Well, not you know right saying? now. Until, I'm until, sure until that until that point, you know what I'm saying? Finish your job. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit out sit out here and hold players accountable for not sitting finishing out their contracts and pushing their ways out of stuff and then just sit down while the Terry Sox is leaving the team hanging a week before the season started. You were supposed to be the the, the assistant coach. You're t- if you're an assistant coach, and I'm sure I'm sure you're not. He's what the head assistant, right? Like he was, yes. you know, right? Yes. Yeah. So your, t- your team needs you. On top of that, Adrian Griffin is a, a, a new head coach. Right. If anything goes wrong, who do you think is going to be the intermediate? Who do you think is supposed to take the reins of the team? You are. You. So if, if you if you in fact do believe that he doesn't know what he's doing, then just let 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 it happen organically. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't know what you're doing, I'm pretty sure Milwaukee they believe. The, the ownership, the general managers, I believe they are ready. They're like, no, this is our, our championship team. We're going to win the championship this year. There's about five, six teams out there that are like, no, we're winning the championship. And I'm sure Milwaukee's won. So if if Terry, if if um if, if Andrew Griffin is driving the boat straight into an iceberg, I'm pretty sure they're going to be like, all right, get him up out of here. Come on, stop. Let's get it. Could it? Could why, it? Why would you leave? Could it? It could it have been something else though, Big Ox? Because I'm thinking to myself. On the one hand, Damian Lillard, I do know how to handle him. I've, I've had him as a coach for as long as I've had him as a coach, and it's been successful. I mean, you know, Damian Lillard is one of the best guards in the league. But to just leave like that, one of two things has to happen. Either I'm better at this than you, and the way you're doing this, I don't want to be a part of that. Or maybe he has something else going on, and, yo, I got I, 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 I to step off. And I, I, I would love to stay here because that don't really sound like something that a coach would do. Right. I, mean, I, I seen Jeff Van Gundy in 2000 step off the Knicks. He was like, this crew is whack. I'm not going to be a part of this. I'm out. I don't want nothing else to do with this. But then there's the idea that, yo, is it, is it something else? Is it personal? Is it, you know, you got something going on with your family where you had to quit and maybe you'll be back? I, I, don't, I don't know. No, that, that makes sense. Like yeah. if, there, if, there's some, if there's something going on, then I, I take back the whole bitch action statement. Right. You know what I'm saying? If it's, if, it's, if it's personal reasons, if it's a family thing, as a man, you got the right to do it. Whatever you gotta do to take care of your family, but if it's simply, if it's simply just like what you were saying earlier in your time, it's just simply that he's looking at, if he's looking at the back of Andrew Griffin's head on the plane, like, ooh, I'm gonna sock that, you know, like <laughs> shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, one one tripping every time you walk past him on the bench just because he just hating, like, well, that's crazy, bro. you know. But if, if, if it's something else, then that's cool. I, I think y'all really, I really think y'all underselling the fact that this is not, this is nothing to do with coach v coach. And realistically, what this is, let's be honest, this is coach <laughs> versus Damian Lillard, former player. That's what this is about. Dame, came, about to that, the team. Dame came to the team, and you know what he did? He went, the, he went to that rookie coach's ear. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. All right. Now rookie coach is starting to start look at his assistant a little different. Starting to make some questions. Now he's starting to question some stuff. Now stuff that was working this whole offseason, now that Dame mm-hmm. is there – Nah, that don't work no more. 
Wait, wait, yeah, Domo, Domo. I was talking so about so are, are you saying that Domo that like Aang wanted stocks out of there? That's what it sounds like. Aang wanted out of there, man. That's yeah, what it sounds like. Yo, no, 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 no. That would be that could be the case. I would think it's far from the truth though, because Damon Stotts have history. Right. You guys are, you're aware of that, right, Domo? So you you think Milwaukee just went and got him like, okay, this is gonna make Dame happy when in all actuality, Dame is like, yo. Get his ass up out of here. I, I'm I'm tired of his ways. I'm tired of his bad losing habits. I've been on teams where, like Ox said, this man got us running six man lineups in the playoffs. My knees hurt. Nah, man, get him out. <laughs> he his philosophies don't work. They ain't winning the film sessions. Oh, he got y'all doing this goofy shit. This shit don't work, man. Hey, get him out of here. Hey, hey, coach. <laughs> now, now the assistant head coach beefing. I'm telling you, man, it's day fault. I'm talking about pulling pulling on your jersey in the coast fight. Now you all right. Yeah, come on, hey man. Read between the lines, man. Y'all could think this is a y'all could think this is a coach v coach thing, <laughs> but I I read between the lines. I see what it. I ain't heard nothing about there being beef in the organization until one man got on this team. Now there's a falling out. Now niggas is quitting on the spot. All right, man. Y'all y'all can play y'all can play in there if y'all want to chat. I read between. The, I read I'm the fine print. This damn this damn shit ain't all this cracked up to be, man. Y'all watch. <laughs> seen that video? Right. I don't know if y'all seen the video. Dame was doing a little shoot arounds. Man, what you call it? Chris Middleton was over. The, yeah, that's Giannis' rim. Giannis' rim. Nah. He was like, no, no, no. Like that's. I mean, that's Giannis' rim. What you mean? I don't nah, care. Man. Like you, you, like he was like you heard the it audio of the him saying that. Yeah, literally the audio of him saying like literally. Now it could have obviously Giannis it could have been, been jokes. Oh, could have been jokes. Had to be jokes. Had to be jokes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Had to be jokes. Had to be jokes. Yeah, nah, it wasn't jokes. That man, Dame is that that man, that man Dame is in Milwaukee. Like, yeah, I'm Dame in Milwaukee. I'm not just a Milwaukee buck. I'm Dame. I, mean, I told y'all. I told y'all, Dame. Dame is politicking with that. Oh, Giannis is the best player. Nah, he don't believe that. And now, now, mind you, mind you, I don't blame him for not believing that. You should. You should. You are Damian Lillard. You should feel how you wouldn't feel. But mm-hmm. now nah, he's not. He's not gonna take. He's not gonna play no second for the Giannis. He's not doing that. All right, y'all. Moving along on the super chats, we got one from MP13. MP said, "I'm not saying it doesn't affect it. I'm saying it shouldn't under the parameters of a young player who clearly have glaring of young players who clearly have glaring holes in their game. Kobe and John Wall, who were a decade in. I don't know if I understand. Talk about like the effort thing where where yeah, yeah. Well, rem- Damo, remember you brought up Kobe and John Wall as examples." He's saying that um, being on a bad team shouldn't affect uh, your work ethic. It shouldn't. It shouldn't, but it does. I'm gonna say it sh- uh, I agree. It shouldn't, but to act like I mean, again, if you're saying it shouldn't, cool. But I, all I was saying is, I mean, yeah, it shouldn't, but it does. Like these, these are these are human beings, and your work environment can dictate how you're acting on the job. Big Ox, I'd like to think that I saw a different KG in 2007, 2008 than I saw in 2005 in Minnesota. I was a well, different what, KG. Right. Well, what, what, I, what, I was, what I was going to say is it's if the it's different. Like if, if you work in a hostile work environment and shit's just bad, people aren't getting treated right, nobody's right. trying, everybody's just um, wants to party, people are just disrespectful to each other, right. you know, um, just dickheads just in general, that's right. one thing. But if you're just on a team where we're trying but we're just not that good, you know what I'm saying? Like, like every everybody, it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's family oriented. Everybody's showing love. We got the open open door mentality with the upper management and whatnot. 
people are doing, but our production hasn't been great just because maybe it was a skill set type thing, then uh, like well, well, you have you have no excuse at that point to not be putting your putting your best efforts. Well, well I think that's a little bit different, Ox, because you're mm -hmm. talking about a young team. All right, we building something like Utah, for example. Like they mm -hmm. starting something in Utah. Okay, they're not very good, but they are trying to build something with Sexton, with Laurie Marketing, right? With that crew, they trying to build something. So with the with with, with a guy like uh, Kelly O. He sees that as the vet. Well, I'm not just going to be dragging into practice every day. They're trying to build something here. So I'm going to be positive energy as opposed to getting shipped somewhere where you know for a fact that they have nothing going on here. They're not doing anything. And all they care about is getting their check and going home. Well, that's going to seat onto you. Otherwise, mm -hmm. uh, uh, otherwise you're going to ask out because I don't want to be a part of this. KG is a way different player. And in terms of his, as good as KG's effort has always been, KG is a different player in 2006 than he is. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. KG is, a, KG is a different player in 2006 than he is on that Boston Celtic team that won the NBA championship. That was competing for NBA championship. He's a completely different player. <clears throat> different. The, the right. intensity is different. He's, he doesn't bring the same intensity in 2008 that he brought in 2006 when Minnesota was garbage. Right, but that's but that's that's what I'm saying. I think I think Minnesota was one of those, um, maybe not hostile but unhealthy work environments. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, don't, I don't think it was a healthy place to be. Right. It, it it would be different if it was just like, like we're just not good though. We're trying, you know. I mean, everybody, but look, everybody, everybody. I was about to say, but look at Jimmy Butler when he went to the Timberwolves. He even mm -hmm. talked about it. Like, bro, this is a y'all losing ass coach. Y'all have a losing ass culture. Like the attitude. Like he didn't like the attitude there. And that, however you want to look at it, to me, that affected him. He didn't like the mm -hmm. way motherfuckers was working. He didn't right. like how he, he didn't like the attitude he was getting from people. Now, you could say it had to do with some extracurricular off the court stuff that happened between Jimmy and Cat. That's fine. But regardless, <laughs> he didn't like the culture that was set there. He didn't like the tone that was in that locker room in the organization, mm -hmm. and that affected him. So, but, the roundabout. But that's so that so so that's that's what I'm saying, Domo. Like that, I think I think this there's a level of toxicity up there. I think like in, in those down years in Miami, like before Brian got there, I still think they had a good culture. Mm -hmm. They just had they just mm -hmm. couldn't like D Wade got hurt. You know what I'm saying? People just couldn't get over the hump. So those are the differences. Got it. But uh, but to round about to round it back to where this all started. When it comes to Lamelo, you can only assume the culture in Charlotte was always bad it was always a losing mm -hmm. culture it was always a shitty culture it's always a sucky culture in that locker room he gets there and his only task is be the franchise player that we haven't had since Kimba and he was that his rookie year and I'm talking about a guy who again I'm talking about a guy who after games coming out the tunnel is running red lights straight out the arena like this this is documented stuff of LaMelo just wilding after games and doing crazy like Blowing through traffic right after a game, one thing like people can easily look up. There's a compilation on YouTube of LaMelo exiting games. That alone is like, all right, yeah, this this kid's wilding. And again, he's just a kid. So I, I give it to him, but it's that type of stuff. You don't yeah. I guarantee you Tyler Hero wasn't doing that shit in Miami. I can't go and find a compilation of Tyler Hero doing that shit in Miami. I can't find a compilation of guys, of young guys doing that shit in the Bay. Places with culture, places right. with expectations. Places that's being led by a good example, and that was my point. Lamelo is in a toxic ass team in a toxic environment where players are falling asleep with guns in their lap, off pills. What the hell? 
where players are doing all types of wild, nefarious things, where players are trying to be better rappers than they are basketball players. Like, there's so much going on in that locker room. Yeah. What are we – no one's worried about that. Me as a 19-year-old, if I come in and the guy's older – Terry Rozier's rapping. He's a rap. He's doing shit with Miles Bridges, and he's supposed to be, like, 30. If my vets are indulging in the dumb shit, why am I, what am I going to bust my ass for? That's why. What's, what's dumb about a hot 16? Nothing's dumb about a hot 16 when it's priority. Right, right. When you got your priority straight. We suck, Damo. That hot 16 is not a priority. We garbage right now. So what you're saying, what you're saying is you're, you're not allowed to get in the booth unless your team is playoff contention. I ain't saying I'm saying that. Is, Matter of fact, yes, I am saying that because I, why is Marvin Bagley his rookie year trying to rap and rap beef with Dame? Nigga, get on the court, play basketball. What are I'm we doing? Wrong. You ain't wrong with that. Like, it, it should be real, real, real quick, Ron. I I, I got to address something because I had a conversation a couple of days ago with with Lisa, and the conversation was a conjunction of everybody, no matter who it is, whether it's the president of the United States or the janitor in the building. They all have that one person that they listen to. Might not do everything that they say, Ox, but when that person talk, you listen to them, right? right? So I think in 2014, Dan Gilbert. I don't think it was. I don't think it was Griffin. I don't. I don't think it was Griffin. I think whoever his man is walked into that office, whether they were meeting, whether they were, everybody out. I need to talk to you right now. Well, everybody leaves because they know when this dude wants to talk to his man, everybody's out. So. I think he walked into that meet and walked into that room and told him, listen, he wants to come home. This is what you're going to do. You're going to get on a plane and you're going to go down there. And the first thing you're going to do is you're going to apologize. Don't come back here without him because we're going to be Sacramento for the next 15 years. If you don't. Yo, that's crazy, crazy straight. Crazy straight. <laughs> that's what I think. Crazy straight. I don't think that was necessary at all. <laughs> Unnecessary <laughs> So All right. I, had to, I had to address that. I apologize, Ron. But as you were, uh, as you were. You good. You good. All right. On to the next super chat. Um it is from GDH DG. He said is gifting memberships disabled. No GDH GD or DG, but Jalen, what's what's up, my friend? No, let's keep uh, uh, yeah. you 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 yes, you've been yes. asking for a membership for a very long yes. time. And I feel like this is this is the right time to do you okay. a, a solid. You you you've been up here, you 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 put in your work, you know you and uh, you not you not speeding out the arena, running red lights, you don't got guns on your lap, you know you and you 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 bought into the culture, you bought into the environment, my man. So hey, send me over your YouTube, whatever it is, handle, and I'm I'm gonna get you that membership, all right. There you go. Yeah. There you go. It might it might not be until this time next month, but you'll get yeah. it. You'll get it. You know. I got you. I, I see CPT. My you you aware of CPT, right? It's a, it's a process. It's a process. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Got you. Got yeah. you. Got you. But I, I got you. I got you. Damn. So you you, de you definitely get you definitely you definitely get rewarded when you're not popping perks and jumping on TikTok. So. <laughs> That's got you. Right. Keep it. Keep That's it. Chat. No, no, Damo. How about no? No, Damo. It's not about you. No, Damo. It's not about you right now. It's about Jalen. So no, absolutely not. Damn. No, Damo. No, it's about Jalen. I like typing in the chat. I like the chat's fun. No, all right. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, shut up and dribble. I get it. 
All right, so I'll keep it a lit. Jamal Williams said, chill. I know you're a Mobley guy, but to make it seem like he's miles better than Bam, are they still in the same tier to you? Question. Have any one of you guys ever said that? Have any of you guys ever heard me say that Mobley is clearly the best defensive player in the game? I've never heard clear. I think that him, Anthony Davis, Bam, Giannis, I think all of these guys are basically Olympic sprinters. And they run in the hundred in like nine seven. This guy's running in a nine seven one. This guy's running in a nine six nine. This guy's running it in not. They're all right there. All of these guys are right there. But I think that Evan Mobley as a defender. But we, and we, you know what, Ron? We're gonna get into that. We are. And we get, it's we, ironic we that they sent that super chat about Mobley because mm -hmm. it actually shocked me where he ended up on the list. Mm -hmm. It's quite shocking. I. Yep. Mine I don't too. know how it happened, but it happened. I. Think you guys? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think you guys did him justice. But uh, keeping it pushing, TWXZ said, "Why do y'all let this forty-year-old cry a lie?" Ticket left, man. Get ticket back here, y'all. That's some bullshit. The ticket left. He's live. He's live. Oh, yeah. He he quit. He three peed on players' dress. Went to go do another sport on his channel. He quit. Yeah, really fired up. He's going to say, hey, man, grown man can't cry. It's okay to cry. Yeah, he, he quit. They say crying is like taking a soul to the laundry mat. So. Yeah. Mm. Like Justin Timberlake. Who's that? Who said that? River. I don't know who said that, but Life, I'm using Life, that one. Life Jennings said that. Y'all don't listen to Life Jennings. Y'all serious? Who? Life Jennings? Never heard of him. Who? And, and he the R&B guy. That's great. Right. I thought she was a sick. What Maybe I miss it. Maybe I miss it. Uh, who? <clears throat> Front runner wow. RB artist is crazy. Wow, <laughs> he's a bandwagon. He only listens to Usher and those guys, though. Jalen, whole time I, no, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought platinum was in your destiny, Jalen. No, I'm not. Well, I, I, I don't like Jalen. <laughs> oh, okay, I see the face, but I didn't really listen to him like that. Oh, Jalen, do your research, buddy. It happens. I'm not a student of the game. Damn, matter of fact. <laughs> But I mean, we can make a vote up here if they <laughs> if they think because you don't know life Jennings that that's enough to, you know, get your membership revoked. I think it is personally. I'm mm. definitely personally as an right, R&B guy to not know that. Yeah, Jalen, you don't know who life Jennings is? I, 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 I didn't really listen to a lot of life Jennings. It sounds like it's crazy that you don't even know what I'm saying. Like. Um, hey, bro, bro, Jalen got to wait another month, bro. <laughs> it might have to be a Christmas gift. It might have to be a Christmas gift. Christmas, Christmas, you might have to get completely put off of that. No, you don't know who Life Jennings is. is you, we might have to take. We might have. To, we might have to take your birthday cake now. Give it up. Oh, take his birthday cake. I thought you didn't take him off the show. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad, Jalen. I thought you meant take him off the show. To be an R and B guy the way you are, and to not know, to not be familiar with life, with Life Jennings, how big a deal he was, man. Life Jennings, yo, he has some real, he has some real deep stuff, man. Real good. He was awesome. Yo, Jalen, the song is called "Cry." I think you'll like it. Just check it out. Cry, okay. I've heard "Must Be Nice" before. That's obviously like a super. We don't want to hear. We don't hear it on us tonight. We don't hear. Okay. It happens. And, Jalen, you probably like sick of kid, too. It's, it's a surprise. It might surprise you. It might surprise you. You don't know that song's going away. It's going. And then, boom. You're like that. Gunner. 
04 said, did you see K Martin's Zeno rant on Luca? LOL. First Jeremy Lin, now Luca. Do you feel like the Lakers make any big trades? Kyrie could happen for a first round pick. D'Lo, Rui, and Vando. So you for the first that? question, did you guys see K Martin's crazy rant? Yes. Unless I've seen the wrong thing. He yeah, said Kyrie was the best player in Dallas. That's exactly what he said. That has yeah. nothing I mean, to do with I, him being I, white I, or yeah, black. I see or nothing. Xenophobia right nothing. That has nothing to do with him being white. Or black. Is that all he said, though? He thinks right he, now Kyrie it was about it was about is they were he was talking to Gover Arenas. Is that if you really think about it, is Luka Doncic really the best player on his own team? Mm-hmm. Then they started talking about Kyrie Irving, and then they was talking about when you played the game, it's not just about the numbers. It's like when we watch these guys play, then give, give me a level. Yeah, yeah, give, give me but a then level. beyond that, what Kyrie does versus what Luka does, if they played one on one, I don't think Luka even touches the ball. That's what oh, yeah, saying. that's xenophobic. That's xenophobic. Xenophobic, you know, <laughs> obviously. Obvious xenophobia. That's as, a, not as, a, that's not as a white, as a white European that's myself, as a white European myself, <laughs> I can say what Kenyon Martin said really did offend me. And mm-hmm. I think he needs to apologize to our whole community. Mm-hmm. Because um, what he said there can only be explained by xenophobia. There's no other explanation for it. So there's um, no if if, the, if you're if you're playing if you're playing one on one so Mars in America when you play one on one it's make it take it if Kyrie Irving starts with that basketball Luka Doncic will never touch it. Hey, with that being said though, Luka said the opposite he's, way. He scored eleven straight on him. Hey, Luka Doncic will never touch that ball. Oxto, you can say it the other way. If Luka hit the ball first. This, this, this is what I'm saying. Right. This is what I'm saying. Kyrie, Kyrie guards Luka better than Luka guards Kyrie. I mean, damn, Mars. That I, is – no, Ox, that I is not true. That's not true. When I look at one-on-one basketball, I want to know who guards who better. Now, in, five, in, five, in the five-on-five setting, five-on-five setting, I'm perfectly fine with you taking Luka Doncic over Kyrie. I'm perfectly fine with it. And that's what real basketball is, that five-on-five. I'm fine with that. One on one basketball, bro. Nobody's fucking with Kyrie. I have watched Kyrie Irving guard Hezzy God of all people, and Hezzy got buckets. If Hezzy God can score on Kyrie, Luca is busting Kyrie Luka, ass. Luka, Luka, no, no, Luca, Luca. I'm just saying, Luka I'm just, if, if, ass, a, no doubt, if no a, doubt, if a no YouTube doubt. basketball player could get get an easy one on Kyrie, and not really look difficult. If Kyrie nah, could Damo, not Damo, don't officially do guard Hezzy, Hezzy got nice. Hezzy got nice. He's more into YouTube Uber. Bro, God, can he just be on YouTube? Hezzy got is nice. Don't get me wrong. Hezzy got is nice. Hezzy got is not Luca. I'm just Luka. having a difficult time. Luca Dodgers scoring eleven straight points. Luca Dodgers will bust Kyrie ass. I'm not saying he won't, but that doesn't mean Kyrie doesn't get a couple stops. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I mean. That's where I was at with it, big guys. Yeah. What you just said, because I mean, what I mean, what I mean is Kyrie. Kyrie gets more stops on Luca than Luca gets on Kyrie. Kyrie getting Kyrie getting lower, getting under under Luca. He's gonna swipe a couple down. He's gonna get his hand on a ball or two. If you know what I'm saying in, in that. But uh, the other way around, it's just no problem. It's it's not. Don't get me wrong. Kyrie Kyrie will probably, will probably miss a shot. So you you know I, I do that sometimes. So I, I stay shit a little over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Luca Luca get the ball, but like one on one, Kyrie doing Luca. That's what I was thinking. I mean, he's so we so we clear, Mars. I mean, I did get the ball back twice when I played against Kobe Bryant. He just after the second time, that was it. I didn't touch the ball again. That was it. After that, he just ran me over. And on, <laughs> on top, on top I, I would, of that, I would, I would on top of that, see, I've seen somebody saying three dribbles. Now, when you when you playing against guys that know how to shoot the ball on their body, 
it's not hard to get to the rim with three dribbles, even if it's defensive front. In three 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 dribbles, it's even more yeah. unfair for Luca. You you might you might think if Luca's bigger, three dribbles makes it easier for him. In three dribbles, Luca don't got a chance. Yeah. I will say though, with Kenya Martin, and that's really what this was about. This really wasn't about Kyrie mm-hmm. versus Luca. It was really right. about Kenya Martin being xenophobic. Ox, he could have been a hundred percent right about his take on Kyrie being better than Luca. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that. He already has a history of his comments about Jeremy Lin and how xenophobic that was. So now well, everything you say, back when Jeremy Lin was in the league and Jeremy Lin had like the, the, the dread, braid, whatever oh, the fuck yeah. he had. Yeah, he spoke on that. And I ain't going to lie. Cultural appropriation. Soup, soup, yeah, he, he was real crazy about it. Called it cultural appropriation. And Jeremy Lin called him out on it. He was like, that's wild. You're telling me I'm appropriating culture. And you got Asian hieroglyphics on your on your mm. arm and your neck and all that shit. You probably don't know what me <laughs> Jeremy, doing. Jeremy Lin was uh, And Kenny Martin didn't say shit else to Jeremy Lin. Uh, I know Kenny Martin was pissed when Jeremy said that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was trying to say he was appropriating the culture using the hair and that's wild X, Y, and Z. And Jeremy's like, bro, you got Chinese scripture, Asian scripture on you right now. Do you know what it means? No. That's, that's, that shuts the door. That's how you cook somebody. He should have just tweeted three the hard way right yeah. after that. That's <laughs> what that was. That was just Harvard yeah. education. I think we done it. That's how you call somebody on an open flame. Right yes. Let the door. You're going to get something tattooed on you and you don't even know what it is. I hate that word. I just hate that. I hate the. Cultural appropriation. I hate when people talk about cultural appropriation in general. It's like I just want to be cultural. I like I like the shit Asian people do. I love Thai food. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I like. I'm not gonna talk about all this stuff I like to do, but you know what I'm saying. We only it's it's interesting. We only use the term cultural appropriation. In Western society, you, you go to other countries. <laughs> like if, if you go to other countries, like if you go to you go to let's say Sri Lanka, like where my parents are from, you go there, you wear our cultural clothes, whatever. We're loving it. People are loving, it, like, oh, this is sick. Like they appreciate you mm. trying to, you know, learn about the culture, all that. It's just here because of the time of the economic dynamics say, we have here. Some would say culture appreciation. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think cultural appreciation a lot. Of wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute, Dama. Were you looking for? Hmm, is that what she was looking for, Dama? I mean, I mean, it? someone said it somewhere. <laughs> oh, I got yo. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. But some, some, somebody's in the chat talking nonsense, talking about Joe only had two good songs. I don't want to get into it, but bro, Joe? you got to do better. You got to do better than that. The singer Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah baby. That's great. That. Oh, that is not true. Scotty Joe better had than that. Yeah, that's a bad oh, take. Man. That is terrible. That's a terrible take. I want to know. Cook Cook him, Mars. That's a terrible take, man. Joe is definitely have more than definitely more than two songs, man. No one else comes close to that classic to this day. I want to know if I was your man. Woo. Good girl, female. Joe is a is a male. All right, y'all, but back back to, back to the whole Luca thing. Uh, four cash chimed in on the topic. He said, um, he said that he said Luca only top five in ratings because he a white euro. Yet Jokic is a white euro and the best in the world. Yet was ranked second. Laugh out loud. He's just a weird dude. Like I said, what oh, else so did he just say? just against my people. Yeah, yeah. Xenophobic. Like I said, it had to be more than just he's that Kyrie's better. No, he had to say something else. Yeah, I'm offended. I don't appreciate the waste of money. I hate that. And this is why this is why people talk about this is the exact opposite reason why people talk about Larry Bird the way they do. 
the exact opposite reason for that. I can't stand that, yo. The dude is nice. He can play. And the fact that he's white shouldn't have anything to do with this. Nothing. I mean, that's, like why, we, that's why That's why. That's why Jokic ain't get that third MVP right there. Thanks a lot. Man, that just doesn't, Kendrick Perkins, man. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Kendrick it wasn't when, when, when Mars, when I was coming European, up, man. when, when, when I was coming up, the idea, actually, the fact that Bird was white, it helped him. It wasn't a bad thing. It was, yo, this dude is nice. And it wasn't because he was white. And if he was black, it, it, it wasn't because he was white. If he was black, he still would have been nice. Still would have been super nice. But the fact that he was white, that helped him. Now, it didn't hinder him like these dudes talking about today when you're talking about a guy like Luca. Well, the only reason why you're talking about him like that because he's white. No, he's talking to be talking about Luca like that because Luca can play. Talking about Larry Bird the way we talked about Larry Bird back then because he could play. The fact that he was white, that didn't really that I, I don't think that that hindered him. I take that back, man. That that he was awesome. I mean, I do, I do, I do think, and I've said it before, I think John Stockton had a little bit more melanin, he get a lot more respect. But um, yeah, he definitely fight, would. Do, I think, do you fight I think that, Moss? Do you fight that, Moss? I think Johnson. No, for me, I dream the same way. I, yeah. I, I, if, if he was, if John Stockton was light skinned, like Kevin Johnson, as a white European person, <laughs> I don't judge people, basketball players, by their <clears throat> melanin count. Right. I, I don't care. Right. If, if so, you're good, you're good. If you're not good, you're not good. I don't discriminate. The the, the problem, like, and if, if he was light skinned, he would probably get some respect. You know what I'm saying? But that's like, I look at it like, so now I, I talk about because me and my family, a lot of us are different complexions. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if he was light skinned, maybe like when the sun's going down, like eight thirty, he'd get some respect. But if he was like black, like one a.m., he'd be the goat. <laughs> Tell you. I hope y'all ready. He just compared complexion to one. Oh, that's yeah, that's actually kind of crazy. <laughs> well, no, I, I well, that's, that's how we talk. Oh, about hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Damo, hold on, Damo. Mr. GQ, are you on crack? Case and Joe are not the same. Hell no. <laughs> oh my God. Different. Hell no. Are Case and crack, Joe the same? Crack. Crack, crack, crack. I was just gonna say, I hope y'all ready to see on the timeline this season. The uh oh, Chet's only getting his love because he's white. If oh, Wimby did it, if is, that, did is that coming? Is that coming? I hope y'all know. I hope y'all know it's coming. You gotta be. We gotta be over there. It's, just, it's almost two thousand. I'm telling you. Until I don't know when the Thunder and the Spurs play officially, but until then, bro, everything Chet does that it's gonna be seen as yo. Watch this move. But if Wimby did it, it's just another move. It's that's literally gonna be the thing. I'm telling you. Yo, Teddy Hart with the super chat said, Luca is great, no doubt about it. But please don't for one second think the NBA doesn't give a little extra push to the international stars to tap into that market. Look at what y'all did for the NBA billions. Well, what about China has a population of over a billion people? The Slovenian market is not really, yeah, just like Luca, terrible. If I have to see the Slovenian market, isn't pulling China numbers. I, would, I mean, even if it's pulling China numbers either. 
But even if they did, though, I mean, even if they did do that, we always talk about it up here all the time. When I talk about how watered down the game is, and then every time, every time somebody's like, "Well, it's business, it's business," you know, it's what it cares. Well, that's good business. I wouldn't be mad at them if mad at them if they did do that. Now, if it's a race thing, like, oh, it's just because he's white, and okay, that's wrong. But if you're doing it to try to get his his home country to get more involved, like, I'm not mad at that at all. <clears throat> hey, but shut down. Did you did you hear that story that uh, Isaiah Thomas was telling about Larry Bird when uh, he said? When he said that they played him, oh damn! And, and the guys, and the guys that were like the power four, uh, small four guys on the team—I don't remember the guys' names. They were like they were white. They were white guys. And Larry, oh, was said, like, Larry was like, "Who's, who's, guard, who's guarding me? Mm-hmm. Who's guarding me?" He said, "They guarding me." He said, "What well, y'all got? No brothers? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like why are you disrespecting me like this?" Yeah, I did hear that. Bird actually that said that himself that he felt like if you, if you put a white dude on him, it was disrespectful. He said That's that himself. Hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. He said, "Y'all got no brothers." <laughs> Hey Damo, you seen uh you seen that last night with Katie and Austin Reeves? Well, Austin Reeves was guarding um I don't remember word for word, but Austin Reeves was guarding KD and KD basically was like, "Yo, y'all if he if he guards me the next time the next time we play, y'all are done, y'all cooked." And then Austin Reeves came in a press conference and was like, "Yeah, that's KD. What you want me to do?" Of course, absolutely. Like, Austin Reeves ain't got nothing for KD and he know that. And it's wild how Austin Reeves knows that too. I don't know. I don't know what Austin Reeves has on Darvin Ham, but for whatever reason, Darvin Ham keeps putting Austin Reeves on six, eleven, seven footers that can shoot. I don't know. I, I don't get maybe, it. Maybe could terrorist. be something to what we just talked about. Maybe him and Kenya Martin behind the scenes. I don't know. That's, if I'm Austin Reeves saying, is that guy, he'll get stops. Jesus. Yeah. If, but if I call Darvin Ham a terrorist, I'm wrong. But we're gonna keep putting six for Austin Reeves. On these tall shooters who literally are known for shooting over people. All right. Hey Damo, I've I've done a lot, a lot. Now obviously never never coached against Kevin Kevin Durant, but I sometimes I'll see a kid or uh, some player that I was like, yo, they're just you know, you can't stop that. So There's I'm nothing like, you hey, can do, so it don't matter yeah, who's so on. So just go ahead. You you go ahead and put put the best defender on, on this guy over here because we can slow him down. We can't slow him down. You do what you're gonna do, you just go guard him. You know what I'm Boss, saying? That's the point with Kevin Durant. Like, can't nobody, can't nobody over there guard him anyway. Like, if you be, if if, if we being honest, Mars, does does KD fry Austin Reeves? Like, I'm talking because it's difficult to get three straight buckets in the NBA. Three straight. Does he fry him? Um, it depends if the game is important or not. Okay, we're in the playoffs, Mars. We're in the semifinals, no, and we're in, no, we're, no, we're in game five, no. and the series is tied 2-2. We're no. in the meat and potatoes of the game. We're in the middle of the third quarter. Does KD fry Austin Reeves? <laughs> nah, K, K, KD's not built like that. I watched him struggle with Christian Brown. No, he misses every shot. And then goes afterwards and just says he misses his layups. That, that's all that's going to happen. Stop it. That's what's going to happen. He's going to be like, oh, well, I got to my sports. So I just missed my layups. And then we're going to be here talking about why he's not top five again. So, unfortunately, KD, lock in. Because you're not doing it in the playoffs, buddy. You're trash. I was stopping Mars. He's so, lost. So, he's so, lost so, he's forty Mars. <laughs> KD, I don't mean a word I just said. Please. Don't. Okay, that's what makes. <laughs> I, I don't mean a word I just said. Troller. Woo 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 woo. All right, hey, so man, that was uh, up though about Austin Reeves coming and saying that, like, like, because you know stuff was talk shit. Like he could have pulled a Dylan Brooks. Big Ox, you've said it to me countless times. And I'm glad he did it to me, Big Ox. Know your limitations. How many times right. have you said that to me? <laughs> I can't cover. I can't cover him. 
I'm not right. even, I won't even sit here and act like I can because I'm a man and I got to stand up for myself. <laughs> I'm gonna need some help with this dude. I can't cover right. him by myself. Hell no. Donald, so Donald, if he would if he would have put us a, a, a Dylan Brooks, how would you be feeling right now? He's standing on business. That's my white boy. Huh? <laughs> like, if you would have went on that interview and popped his shit, I'd have been right like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let Katie try that shit again. But I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he I'm glad he was in reality. Yo, uh, speaking of Dylan Brooks, once again, I'm surprised where he landed on the list, but it's world he best was defender on the right list. there. Oh, That's the world best list. defender right there, man. List, Shout out Dylan Brooks, man. You, you get a lot of love here. Okay, this is good to him. Nice. <laughs> nice. I, thought his, I thought his one vote wasn't going to be enough. Good to know. Danny's Dimension said, guys, who's a better role player? Raja Bell or Bruce Bowen? Who has more? Oh, roles? my bad. I almost started tripping. I thought that Bruce Brown, I thought that said Bruce Brown. Bruce I was Brown. like, who's my fucking mind? Bruce Bowen. Nah, they're both dirty players, man. I don't care. Oh, Bruce Bowen 100% is a dirty player, Dama. 100% he is. That, and in fact, that's where they got the, you know, when you, the, the space where a guy goes up and down and, and you can't the stand under space. him. Yep. The landing space. Yeah, they got that from Bruce Bowen. 100%. Bruce Bowen's dirty. But in terms of role players, Bruce Bowen was better than, than Roger Bell. He did more. That's three rings. So, I mean, do you guys think it is it though? Because I was thinking about this, and I'm like, am I just saying Bruce Bowen because he won more and I've yeah, seen him saying, more? Yeah. Roger Bell's a better scorer, I think, for sure, than Bruce Bowen. And as a defender, I mean, Bruce Bowen's great, but Roger Bell could still defend. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure Bruce Bowen was, was a Bruce Bowen was a crook on offense. He was PJ Tucker of the 2000s. Yeah, I was just saying, yeah, in the corner. 100%. He was pretty bad. So, I mean, Roger Bell. You couldn't shoot from anywhere else on the court other than the corner. And what are we talking about here? And what are we talking about, Miles? We're talking about the best role player. And how did he play his role? He was better yeah, than Bell played it better because he was a better player. No. But Bruce Bowen has championships. So you could say Bruce, you could say Bruce Bowen excelled in his role more. But I think Roger Bell is a better basketball player. No, Roger Bell is just better. Just better. Yeah. Hey, that's cool too. Put him on the Spurs, they win seven rings. I don't know if Roger Bell is I don't think Roger Bell is better, but I I, I what I what I have peeped out and in my wiser years, I know what the troll Mars looks like, so we can keep this moving. Yeah, don't think you do. We'll see that. Maybe I might just throw him out there every once in a while. See, mm -hmm. test the wars. I know what he looked like. I'm okay, familiar with. If you say so, you kind of old. You might be losing your vision. That's why I got glasses, mom. Uh, 50 50. <laughs> 50 50 better than 2020. Uh Julius Julius Irvin says, smart man, Dale. Warriors coming out the West. Matchups, man. I think matchups are everything. Yeah, fucking right. Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, I, I got the Clippers over them, I got the Lakers over them, Denver over them, Phoenix over them. Yeah, the Warriors, what, fifth? Yeah, probably fifth or sixth. The Clippers are the the Clippers and the Suns are the only teams in the West with three top 30 players, right? The Clippers and the Suns, yes, because I don't think Memphis has three three top thirty players. I don't think Dallas. I mean, I was over based on our list. Yeah, based on our list. I don't think I don't think Dallas. I don't think Memphis does. I don't think Golden State does. Um, let's see who else. Does New Orleans have three top thirty players? No, I don't think that they do. Nah. Do, do I need to bring the list up? We didn't vote CJ. No, nah, you don't have to. Uh, we yeah. didn't vote CJ. No, no. Um, let's see. CJ never even made the top fifty. The Warriors only got Steph and Andrew Wiggins. I remember that. Mm -hmm. The Lakers only got Bron and AD. Mm -hmm. right. 
Um, the Nuggets only got Jokic and Jamal. So it is the Clippers. So it's the Clippers and the Clippers and Phoenix are the yeah, only two teams that got three top thirty players. Which means what, Mars? What's your point? That based on the are we serious? Like, come on, Russell they Westbrook. Should be, they should be the two best teams in the West. That's based on their based on their rosters. They should be the yeah. They based be. on based on the talent wins rings ideology. But we got Russell Westbrook at thirty though. Oh, come on, let's be for real. Y'all finally did something right. But that was I the mean, list. I finally did something right. That was the list. I'm just going based on on the list. That's all I'm. I'm just going based on. The list. Man, fuck that list. Russell Westbrook at thirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. all right. well, See, that's Sorry, it's, sorry it's, to the viewers that we made a list for five hours. That all of a sudden means nothing the next day. I mean, I'm sorry. You guys no, the, I mean, I mean, the, the, I think the list was solid, but there was a couple of questionable things in it, like Russell Westbrook at thirty. It, that's where it got questionable. So where's your rest have been? Maybe like 61. So it's just uh, so it's 30 more players better. Maybe than not, maybe just not on the list oh, at all. That's crazy. Chill, there's a whole lot more than 30, but I think we might have to do a list of players better than Russell Westbrook. Hey, if you need a if you need a rough draft of that list, I named 222. <laughs> how many of them are how many of those people are still in the league from those 222 names? At least 200. <laughs> Interesting. At least 200 are still playing. And that's me. No, I think I gotta rewatch that video. I think all 222 are still playing, actually. You got, I mean, you got 222 players better than Russell Westbrook. One of them was probably Patrick Beverly. One of them was probably Patrick Beverly. 222 players I would rather have. I just have that for you. So it's a difference between better players and players. You got like Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do that. That's just content creation. Yeah, listen, content creation. I had to finesse the title, but really, I just did 222 players. I'd rather have, not better. So it's, half, it's, so half the NBA you'd rather have over Russell Westbrook. That's what it sounds yes. like. Yes, genuinely. I know, I know the one that set my channel on fire because I was doing it live too. It was a uh, Composo. He's not <laughs> NBA, so then that's one. But yeah, folk. Uh, oh, that <laughs> I used to set the streets on fire with that one. I would no, rather have Composo. Yes, the playmaking and defense from Composo compared to Westbrook defense. At that time, the Westbrook defense and playmaking compared to Composo's defense and playmaking. Composo like five, ten. Yeah, okay. and You're being no generous, Moss. In no time in Composo's career was he better than Westbrook. In no time in Composo's career was he better than Westbrook. When I made that yeah. list, he was. You, 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 really, you really have an issue with Russ. Russ owe you some money, y'all? Yes, he does. That's what I was. That's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I've Russ already told you, Adonis Haslam and Kelly Olynyk, they owe me money too. They laughed about it, but I was dead serious. <laughs> but yeah, he owe me Probably. money. Probably owe you some bread. Hey, yeah. hey, Mars in chat. Um, what's worse, Damo's hate for Westbrook or my disliking for James Harden? Yours, because you still haven't told the story. Mm. He owes me some money along with some other things. Sounds personal. Sounds real personal. It's just that old story. Hey man, next PC weekend when I'm out there, I gotta hear this story. I don't care. I, I you guys just need to stop disliking players, man. You gotta be unbiased like me. You can't have a gender. I can't. I can't be unbiased. Damo, move over a little bit because when that lightning strikes Mars, you don't want to get hit with it. For him to say that, you gotta be unbiased like him. That's you a are, number number one. You are the epitome of a front runner. We'll start there. Number two. Mm -hmm. You you absolutely are biased toward guys. Number three, mm. number three, you are president of the troll club. Mm. Mm. So with all of that being said, 
to sit here and tell us that we need to stop being biased, Mars. Ain't you the pot calling the kettle black? That's name, a scumbag. Name, right there, name one player I'm biased towards. Jalen Green. Cap. 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 Killian Hayes. Julius Randle. Cap. Why am I biased right. towards any of them? Give me evidence. But what's the, the, the big fe- the big fella in uh in Detroit? Wiseman. Give me evidence. The big I'm fella in LA, Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes. Ben Thompson. I'm Ben Thompson. I need evidence. You guys are just saying names. I need evidence. There's no evidence. You I'm can't genuinely. Can you actually name 40 players better than Julius Randle? He was at 39 on our list yesterday. That's not better than 40. That's I'm not gonna say that's 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 not that's 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 Meanwhile, the meanwhile, the list that we had, you're comfortable with the list that we had, but add those other three guys that you said in there, like Jordan Poole, he's better. Russell Westbrook. No, you just you can take off Jordan Poole, add in Demar You can take off Russell Westbrook, add in Larry Markkinen. You can then put Drew Holiday over Julius Randle. You can then put Paolo Bancaro over Julius Randle. Julius you can then put. Ah, I don't want to say Andrew Wiggins, eh. but yeah, he's he's not in the top forty. He's not in my top forty. I don't think I don't see how that's biased. He came 39th. I'm saying there's a couple more players I'd put over him. He's not in the top 40. Me having him at 42, how is that biased? It's biased. Oh, you're right. I'm cooked. It, it, shows, it shows a level of bias. You might not be super biased, like you're biased for Killian Hayes, but it shows a level of bias. against Killian Hayes. Can't even acknowledge his improvements. Mars, do you know what I bias did. That's actually preseason means. game. I said he looked good. Have you seen any preseason games since? No. Exactly. Who's really watching preseason? Exactly. Exactly. I haven't watched. I've so you're watched not really trying to see the improvements. You watch one oh, game. You're right. Like, you're right. My bias is stopping me from watching. You didn't even. Preseason. You didn't even show. To, you didn't even show to the show when James Wiseman dropped twenty and ten. You didn't even show up. Right. That's how. That's how biased you are against James Wiseman. You didn't even want to be right. seen the day after. Yeah, I, he had I think. Yeah, I think he had two and one yesterday. Oh, but you you seen that though? No, oh, I absolutely, he saw that. Yes, he did. I didn't watch that game either. Someone said it in the chat earlier in the start of the show. What was I going to talk about? I said it was preseason. Because, once again, I don't have a preseason. I'm being unbiased. I just remember, too. I'm mad, I'm mad that nigga left. I wanted to ask Ticket why he didn't bring up the, the the Spurs and Rockets game either. I wanted to ask why he didn't bring that up. Because Wimby played pretty average. Because there was Wimby, nothing to bring up when yeah, Wimby's Wimby, going three for ten and just being bailed out. Wimby with got a, a average because game. we played defense. I don't know. I don't know who up here said it. I don't know who up here said it. I think it was Ticket. I got to give him credit for that. Boy, oh boy, if they do if they do any calling in the regular season and playoffs, like they did in that preseason game, yeah, Wimby's going to get all the calls. They were calling some bullshit for Wimby in that Wimby game. Wimby might average like nine free throws a game as a rookie. He's getting that oh superstar treatment already. He's How many miles? Nine. <laughs> He's got Hall of Fame whistle already. He goes near the rim and they're calling for it's criminal. They try to give him as many points as well. He might average 27. Mm-hmm. Home free the way he's going to the line, yeah. I'm about to say now I'm I'm with y'all. I'm with the, the crowd of people saying he's averaging 25 plus because going yeah, if Taylor, he's getting the whistle like lose that, your money. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah, my, you're my, go the moment me, like, he touches the paint, the rest are ready to blow their whistle. Yes, they are. So that's the that's the that's they're, they're, they're trying to protect him because he looks frail. They don't want your kid to get hurt. I mean, I've seen a man reach in and hit the ball and it foul. I'm like, he just tapped the ball. Are we are we serious? Like, yeah, they were they were wilding. 
In a minute, not shout out to Wemby though. Top, <clears throat> top twenty-seven player in the NBA. On our list. Top twenty for that with that whistle. He's, top he's gonna be top fifteen, but I'm not saying he's top fifteen with that whistle. All right, y'all. We got a super chat from Drink More Water. Uh, he said, for Defensive Player of the Year, I think AD had the best chance since he has the Lakers. Slash big market bias and will get publicity. An underrated candidate is Walker Kessler. Question, for Defensive Player of the Year, does team success matter? Of course it does. It's an accolade that's voted on. Yes. Yeah, 100% team success matters. If you're a top top five defense in the league, top two defense in the league, you're most likely going to be a good team too. And They'll take that into consideration. I think it's I, – I don't want – I'd want to look this up, but I, I think it's pretty rare for a bottom five or ten defense to have a defensive player of the year on it. I'm pretty sure most defensive player of the years aren't a top-rated defensive. This never happens. Yeah, it's never happened. Right, exactly. So most – I made that up. Okay. It's okay. And, and to add to you – go ahead. I'm sorry, Jalen. No, going. no. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. So to, to, to add to your point, so when Jaron Jackson won the defensive player of the year, where did Memphis finish last year? Not not, not 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 Second. not as – so they were the second, second seed. The yeah. How about how, how about the Boston Celtics when Marcus Smart won it? That was first or second uh, worst seed. Top, top three seed. Top three seed. Yeah, yeah, how about how, how about when Rudy won it in twenty one? Where was Utah? Number, number one, one, one seed. Number one seed. They were the number one seed. Number, number one seed. uno. How, how, how about how about when Milwaukee when when Giannis, Giannis won it? was the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert again. We talking about Utah? I think they were a top so, three seed. I think they were a top three 2019, seed. Twenty nineteen. They Real played f- Houston around. Yeah, they might they might have been a four or three. I think they're a four seed. They and, top four seed. Right. So when Draymond won it in 17, we're talking about the Warriors number as the best seed, team of all time, seed. right? Yeah, so one seed. I mean Kawhi Leonard with the with, number with the two seeds. There we go. Two seed. So winning does matter. Yes, it does. Winning matters. Yes, it does. But no, there's a correlation. Still. There's a correlation yes, between is. team mm-hmm. record and defensive yeah. third year. But still in the chat, they're they're asking like hand in hands. They're, they're asking like what like big market bias like that doesn't exist. You got big market bias, but big market bias is like the Knicks, um, right? The, the 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 even the Bulls, the Warriors. That shit that's going on in the Lakers. That's not big market bias. That's the Laker media cartel, which is also fair too, Big Ox. Because again, Rudy Gobert won the Defensive Player of the Year in Utah. Mm-hmm. So I just won it in Milwaukee. San, Kawhi Leonard won it in San Antonio. So I do, I do think the value of big markets isn't what it was in the nineties. Kawhi had the Kawhi had the finals. He came off the finals MVP, so he got more attention, which is why right. he won his. Rudy Gobert, shot to him. Yeah, just, he just he he broke the molds, and then Giannis was the reigning MVP, so he already had pushing. Rudy Gobert yeah. just did his thing. Y'all ready for Rudy to be Hall of Famer? Because it's gonna happen. First oh, ballot. Easy. First ballot. Hundred percent. First ballot. First ballot yeah. He's gonna be first ballot. Ben Wallace yes. was first ballot. Who wasn't the first ballot? Ben, ben Wallace, Wallace was first ballot. Ben Wallace was not first ballot. He might actually might not be first ballot. Okay, well, first ballot might be a stretch. Yeah, it's good. He's gonna be. He might already make us. With with Rudy's international success, you don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer? I mean, he's you a have silver. Lied to me on the international success. I mean, they, they, he's he's got a silver medal on the Olympic team with the with the French national team. Um, not only not not only that. What he's done in the NBA, so yeah, I think he. When, well, it depends when, on how it's well, Ben Wallace had a championship in the NBA and he didn't get in first. I'm say, yeah, so, he's still playing, so it depends on what else he does. How many defensive player years did Ben Wallace have? Four. Four. And Rudy That's had three. He's one not more than Rudy. Rudy had three. Rudy, 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 Rudy was, was, was the first ballot. Was the Kembe first ballot? Oh, Kembe. No, I don't think he was neither. They don't be respecting defensive player years like they do MVPs. I don't think he's making it. Do you think Andre Iguodala? 
should make. I, I don't think he should make the Hall of Fame. I don't think he should. I think he will. Yeah, but I think he will. It's like a maybe the third or fourth year. I think it might take really? some time. I don't I think, think he, he will it. make it. I don't think he should. Yeah, make it. Tommy Cook coach made it. I lied. If Andre Iguodala is a Hall of Famer, Sean Marion is a Hall of Famer too. Easily. Sean Marion clears Andre Iguodala as a basketball player. I think that's the difference right there. Championships. Is, is Cedric Maxwell a no. Hall of Fame? No. That's the finals MVP. Derrick Rose is going to be the first MVP not in the Hall of Fame. You don't think Derrick Rose will make it? He yeah. might for that peak. He might. I don't think they're going to have an NBA MVP without being in the Hall of Fame. That's not going to happen. He genuinely did not do enough. If Derrick Rose makes it, a lot of people are going to make it because there's no way that one MVP with no – what was his international – I don't think he has international success for real. Who, Derrick Rose? Yeah, what did he do? Well, he, 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 he was on that team that day. He was on that team that won the FIBA championship in, in 2011. He, if, if, if he doesn't make it, he'll be the only he'll be the only league MVP and NCAA finalist not to be in the Hall of Fame. I would say his college, even though he he'll be the only one. He's in college. They might bring that up too. Well, they got robbed. I'm sure Mario Chalmers got robbed. They got robbed. He'll be the only one if he doesn't make it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I think an MVP is gonna make the Hall of Fame. Just I don't, I don't think Derrick Rose makes the uh, makes the Hall of Fame. I, I still think I still think the NBA needs its own Hall of Fame separate from the basketball. Hall of Fame. It's the only pro NBA sport that doesn't have one, Jalen. It's the yeah. only one. We got pro hockey why. Hall of Fame. We got pro yeah. football Hall of Fame. So I don't know why the NBA doesn't have its own Hall of Fame. Pro baseball Hall of Fame. We have pro hockey Hall of Fame. We got all of that. We don't have. We got, pro, yeah, we got all of that. Need, we we, we do not NBA have a pro basketball Hall of Fame. Then you do an NBA Hall of Fame and make it baseball difficulty because mm. the the MLB Hall of Fame is the hardest Hall of Fame to get into. No doubt. 100%. I don't have any respect for the baseball Hall of Fame. The best players to ever play ain't in it. Because yeah, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. Yeah, best players to ever play ain't in it. Because of steroids? Even, let, let's, well, well, number one. Let's, hey, and, make and, sure LeBron and, doesn't go in the Hall of Fame What, 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 what I don't want to do, Ron, I, I don't want to get on this too much. But so let's, let, let's just say for the sake of argument that that's true. Let's say in 1999, that Barry Bonds was taking steroids. In 2000, Barry Bonds was taking steroids. Was it illegal? At that, I don't Was it not illegal at that time? And then they made it illegal? It, 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 sure. it didn't become illegal until the middle of the 2000s. I would, listen, I would agree with you if there's like a tenure of, of steroid users who are in the Hall of Fame and then they're purposely keeping out like the Barry Bonds's Marco White, like the other guys. Right. There's a small group of guys that were on steroids that aren't in, and there's another group of guys that are in, and they were on steroids. Right. Then I, I, I feel you. But and listen, I'm a casual when it comes to baseball chat. Please, right. I, I, I don't want to seem like I'm know it all when it comes to baseball. Right. But I promise you, I don't think it's a case. I, I think this is a case where everyone that has been tagged a steroid user is exiled from the Hall of Fame. It is. That's that, true. And, and that's if true. that's how it is, I am 112 percent okay with that. Even though that was consistent. Even though, was, even though that was the error, even though that was even the though error. that was the error, even that though that was the error, if they're going to say it don't matter who you were, when right. you played, if you're right. tagged steroid user, you can't get in. Right. I'm fine with that. If they were picking and choosing, I'm with you, Chill. That's unfair. He, but David, it, David Ortiz went to the Hall of Fame, and he had access. He is in the Hall of Fame. Yes, accusation, but was it true? Was it true though? It's the same. It's the same thing for like uh, for Bonds coming. It's also accusation. No one was proven, but okay. the accusation were right there. Right. right? I mean, I mean, I mean. 
that's big poppy though. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Poppy, so, you know what it is when you're when you're loved like the big poppy or even like Andy right. Pettit. Andy Pettit might make the lead too because he came out and admitted it. Yep. Right. So I mean, that's the thing where people mm-hmm. think, okay, at least he came out and admitted it. So he, Pete I think, Rose. I'm not sure if he's not. Pete, is I mean, Pete, he, Rose he, Pete Rose is not. But that's for like gambling and sports. Can you imagine? Like which, which, by the way, Jalen, just so you know, like you just said, gambling. Just so you know, that was way after he stopped playing. That was in 1989. I think he Pete had, Rose Yeah, he, he had quit baseball. So if you can imagine, Dom, the all-time leading rusher in NFL history, not in the Hall mm-hmm. of Fame. Can you imagine the all-time leading rebounder in NBA history, not in the Hall of Fame? That's nah, what's going I, on with the baseball. I, Hall of Fame I, I right. couldn't imagine Andre Drummond not in the Hall of Fame. That's crazy. So, that's that, that's what's going on right now with the, with, with pro yeah. baseball. The hits leader, not in the Hall of Fame. I said the greatest player ever, and Barry Bonds not in the Hall of Fame. And like I said, everyone was using steroids at that time. It was just an era. I think you you, you could say in the Hall of Fame, put an era, be like this was the steroid era. People used it, it was a part of the game the because the rules era. allowed it. That's a thing. Yeah, like no cap. No, that's a real that's thing a, though. That's, that's a thing in the baseball. No, I'm not saying like. They're actually, they're legit asking for a steroid wing. Like, okay, these guys that aren't in, please make a wing in the Hall of Fame to be like, okay, this is the steroid era, so they can at least still be recognized because it's not fair. These guys are in the the Hall of Fame. You got Derek Jeter over Ken Griffey Jr.? Someone said that in the chat. Yeah, no sure, way. don't do this. Ain't no way. Jay, Jay, don't do this. I'm president of, Giffy, of the Griffey fan club. Griffey, in, his in, first in, 10 in, years are clear. Yeah, it's, injury, 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 injuries derailed him. He, he was on his way to being the best ever. He wasn't, he yeah. wasn't on his way to being great. He was on his way to being the best ever. But injuries derailed him. That matters. Even with sure the injuries, the best I mean, if you talk about peak too. Oh, I can't wait to see where Shohei goes. Oh, yeah. I, I hope you do some. Hey, you know where Shohei coming, man. He's not. Hey, going to hey I'm just saying, like Shohei and Julio. That's like no. LeBron and D Wade. Hey, can they no. afford him? Can they afford him? I think they're going to. Anybody can afford anybody. Anybody can afford anyone. There are a couple players in the uh, MLB right now getting hit with PED stuff. Tatis just came off with suspension last season uh, because mm-hmm. of the PEDs. He said was in his like let everyone use whatever cream. That's what I'd be saying, but I don't want to sound like like somebody who's being disingenuous or doesn't doesn't, doesn't want to abide by the law or the rules. Just getting the maximum capability, man. That's that's good. That's what I'm saying. Hey, push the walls. Matter of fact, bring the walls forward a couple a couple feet. Let everybody go ahead and juice up and let's let's start every game into a home run derby. But hey, what do I know? What do I know? I absolutely Uh, I absolutely know nothing about what I'm talking about right now. Hey Ron, show you have a clue what you're talking about, Mars. Do you have any idea? Yo, Shohei goes to Atlanta. I'm not I've watching. I've heard that hitting a baseball is the hardest thing. To I'm not watching baseball no more. Shohei about to be a brave and kill the Yo, game. That would be crazy. Shohei Otani. You talk. Right? You talk about what KD did. If Shohei go to Atlanta, is he gonna hold up, yo? Who Shohei? I'm saying as a pitcher, I don't think. I think at a certain point he's gonna have to choose, and I think he's gonna choose hitting. Uh, as I don't think he's gonna be able to. Sustain. He has to choose hitting. Yeah. It's, it's he could last longer as a hitter than he can as, as a hitter. pitcher. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like he's not gonna be able to. If he does, the motherfucker's the goat in my opinion. But he has to choose, and I think yeah. it'll be beneficial for his career to choose hitting. Shohei Otani might have the greatest peak in sports. I don't think people realize to be able to do be a pitcher and a hitter and a top five. No, Mars, it's not ridiculous. It's yeah. not. Mars, Mars, it's not. Okay, Mars. Yeah. Yeah. You can say American sports. Over... I wouldn't argue because I don't know. Bro, even even Mars. Mars. Sports in general. I'm no, 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 Mars, Mars. I need to understand. Messi was was Van Dyke, and he was like, and he was doing his thing. I don't care. That's that's Otani. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna just disagree with you, and I'm I'm outwardly a casual. 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say no. Miles, because what I, what I, I saw what I want you to imagine, what, what want you to imagine Miles, I want you to imagine Miles. Imagine somebody being Lionel Messi I'm, 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 imagine also Messi. the greatest goalie. That's where I was going. That, that's that's what literally what it is. That's what like, I was going. He's, he's literally Lionel Messi yes. and okay. also the best goalie in the league. That, that's where I was going, Miles. In the cup or in, in the cup. I don't know. So he's the best pitcher in the MLB. And the best hitter. And the best hitter, yes. He's the best pitcher and the best hitter. At that point, the rest of the league should just disband because that's criminal that you guys are like. Yeah, basically. He, he's not real. He, he was up. He was up. Not for real. And that's why he's he got to come to Seattle because we got to separate him from everybody. Nice. This is a nice comparison. I still yeah. disagree. But nice. was saying, no, it isn't. I mean, okay, then I don't know. Buddy, if you ever run into me, buddy, if you ever run into me anywhere, Jesus. my man, if you ever run into me anywhere, my man, please don't say nothing to me. Just swing on me. The because all the, he's not the best Because all you say is that I bluff all the time. Like, if you ever see I mean, me anywhere, my man, don't say a word to me. Just walk up to me. Swing on That's all I'm asking you to do, B. That's Even all. if you want to say Swing he's on. not yeah, you, you the hands-down best pitcher, you can take he's in the, the conversation yeah, for the conversation. top three at the very yeah, least. Top three, top five. Even if There's you want to say he's not guys. the best, he's yeah. top three very least. Like, Garrett Cole, like, like better when you're in a Cy Young conversation, like when you're in a Cy Young conversation and you at the top of the bat, I mean, give me a break, man. Otani is not the best hitter. I'll take Ronald Acuna as a better hitter. Sure, Ronald I mean. Well, I said your name. I'm saying your name. I'm saying your name. I'm talking about you specifically, B. If you see me, don't say a word to me. Just swing on me. So you ain't got to say my name. I'm saying yours, B. All right, y'all. This this is a good time to segue into our Defensive Player of the Year race, who, as the title of the show says, it's a one-man race for Defensive Player of the Year. I wonder who that one man is. I guess we'll have to see. I think we... I think we, we that's a little bit of a stretch. I don't think it's a one man race. Uh, well, the vote would say otherwise. Yeah. But at number 10, let me go ahead and punch it in. At number 10, it's none other than the man, the myth, the legend himself, the world's best defender, Delon. <laughs> Respect on Delon. Is Dylan Brooks a top 10 defender in the league, Moss? He's a top 10 defender in the Houston Rockets. <laughs> that means no. So 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 that 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 means no. Hmm. Does anybody up here believe? A top ten defender. Dylan Brooks is a top ten defender. I do. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred. He'd be the bottom. He'd be like. I could get with that. Yeah, I could get with that. Yeah, you guys are higher on perimeter defense than me. Get Why are we higher on perimeter defense than you, Mars? When the best players in the game, according to the masses, is wing players. Yeah, I still think the most valuable form of defense is still going to be the person who protects the rim. I I feel the same way. I don't think Dylan Brooks has the capability yeah. to be a top ten defender just based on that. <sighs> but he's not a great rim protector. That's just me. Now, if you said he's a top ten perimeter defender or a top ten wing defender, I'd agree. He's probably in the top five. But overall defenders, mm. I'm going to end up just taking a bunch of bigs. So that's why I say no. Hey, can I ask a question? Now, at the risk of spoiling the rest let, of let, me, let me ask you, let me ask you, let me ask you, let me ask two questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> at, the, at the risk at the risk of sounding like a Nimrod, I got to ask these Um So, if I, if I shoot the ball, right, from 17 feet away, right? Yes. The intention of this shot is to get to the rim. I want the ball to get to the rim. Now, if Chilltown blocks my shot, is that technically rim protection? He's protecting yes. the ball. He's protecting based the on the semantics. Yes, sure. 
That is. But but normally when we talk about rim protection, it's shots attempted like at the right rim, around the rim, right at the rim. Gotcha, but gotcha. technically, I just wanted to clear you protected the rim. Now I am, now I am, I, I am protecting the ball from getting to the rim. <laughs> right. Now I am doing that, but technically, technically, you want to play slide out, man. Ladies, Dama. Thank you very much. You out, big eyes? You out, Dama? You muted, Ron. Yeah, yeah, Ron, you muted. You out, Dama? Yeah, I got a dip. Hi, y'all. Thank easy. you very much for joining yes, sir. us. We yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, fellas. Easy, Sorry, brother. Wish I could stay. Um, um, before before I go, because I'm not gonna be able to make it for the defense player to your thing. Uh spoiler, AD should be number one because I voted AD number one mm-hmm. to defend my list. I don't know if we're gonna go over who people voted for, but I picked the big a wing and I picked the guard. So I picked the best big defender, in my opinion, AD. Picked the best wing defender, Dylan Brooks. I picked the best guard defender, which was <laughs> Did I go Marcus Smart? You should have went Patrick Beverly. Oh, Pat Bev. Yeah, yeah. I went Pat Bev because, I, you know, uh, Pat, I was hot. Why did I pick Pat Bev? Anyway, you didn't pick Pat Beverly. I'm messing with you. You didn't pick Pat Beverly. I'm going to say, why the hell did I pick Pat Beverly? You just said it because he was hot. That's why. He believed it. He believed it. And then started to defend it, too. He said, yeah, I picked Pat Beverly because... I picked 80 as the big, I picked Ben Simmons as the forward, and I picked Dylan Brooks as the guard defender. That was oh, it. Uh, those are my yeah, I'm going to say I had to be how to pick Pat Bev. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right, hey, man, hey Dama, before you, before you slide out, uh, GDHDG said Shohei is the, is the baseball goat, not Barry Bonds. No steroids needed either. You know damn well, Jalen. You too, Damo. I mean, I, mean, sure, I, I said Shohei was the GOAT. That's that's what I said. Yeah. And whoever said Ronald Acuna is a better hitter, I mean, if you want to if you want to say that, I'm talking about a guy who literally had way more at-bats than Shohei. And Shohei in terms of percentages, all the advanced analytical percentages in baseball, which baseball was one of the most accepting in terms of advanced stats, Shohei clears in those. In terms of total numbers, Ronald Acuna should be better because he had way more at-bats. So Shohei is definitely the best hitter as also being a top three pitcher. And Dabo, Dabo, Acuna, Acuna, look at the lineup at the break. Exactly. Yeah, you, know, exactly. you guys can't well, Tani was by himself when Mike Trout was hurt. It was him with Anthony Rendon. Like, it was... Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. But y'all be easy, man. I will catch you boys Monday. All right, dog. Messi's peak clears, by the way. Shout out Barry Bonds. I mean, his offensive peak is ridiculous. Yeah, shout out to him. But Messi's peak clears. Combined. I mean, he's even better than Ronaldo, though. Like, is he real? I mean, you know. Ooh. I can I score a lot with Xavi and Iniesta giving me the ball. I'm just saying, with Xavi and Iniesta <laughs> giving me the ball, I'm giving you a good 15, 20 goals a season. It was Barry Bonds that made me know, like, no matter what, I can never do steroids. You know what I'm saying? Because I already got the big-ass head. And the way oh, that head just said like that, I was like, man, I can't do no fucking steroids, bro. I'll be out here falling over and shit. You know, he was getting crazy with Barry. So first 10 years, he didn't do steroids. It was like a lean, 40, stolen bases type of guy. And you just see the change once he started taking it. Dude, bulked up. He was talking about J- Barry was <laughs> hit the ball into the park. I'm talking about you. Hey, every time dude stepped up to the plate, you oh, you just knew it was a home run. Like he you just knew it was. was. Like damn, yo. All right, y'all. But back to the list at number nine. Any predictions? Number nine. Hmm. Number nine. Uh, Alex Caruso. Uh, Drew, Drew Holiday. Walker Kessler. Victor Wembanyama. 
At number nine, those are all great, great picks, great guesses, but it is Ben Simmons at mm-hmm. number nine. I think he's going to be in a conversation at the end of the year as the defensive player of the year. I do. I, he, he he looks – one number one, he looks like he want to play basketball. That's number one. Number two, him being in the passing lanes. He's always been a really good on-ball defender, and he looks healthy. So because of that, I think that Brooklyn defense is going to be really good. And because that Brooklyn defense is going to be really good, he's going to be a huge part of that. I think he's going to be in the conversation for defensive player of the year. He's getting a lot of hype now. Like people really think he's looking good. He's going to go back. Even in like NBA fantasy drafts, he was going like third or fourth round in some cases. Mm-hmm. Like it was the hype on him is getting, it might be getting a little, little much, but he should be better this year. I think for me with Ben, it's more so the unit that he's playing with. I'm, I'm a little more higher on uh, Brooklyn. Shout out all my Brooklyn guys in the chat. You know who you are. Uh, but uh, I'm a little more higher on Brooklyn and just who they got around them. I like I like Ben Simmons next to Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Nick Claxton. Even though a lot of people wouldn't want them to play play with each other, but I think I think uh, Nick can benefit Ben, and I think Ben can benefit Nick as well. I like um, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. I like uh, who's the other cat over there? Three and D. Royce O'Neal. I like all of those guys combined with Ben. I think they all help each other. So I mean, I I, I think Ben can. I think they make Ben better. I just heard Brooklyn's actual best defender is on this list above Ben Simmons. Otherwise, the list is cooked. Nick Claxton, Tomo? Yes. And we'll just we'll just have to see. Mars, did you vote for Nick Claxton? Nope. Hmm. Well, we'll see. John Lyon says, "Serious question: Is Bam a good comp to Kmart, or does Bam clear Kmart on the defensive end?" They're a good comp in terms of versatility. They could both switch pretty routinely. I think Bam is a better defender, though. But in terms of versatility, I think I see the comparison. Bam was more of a a comparison. To I I said Buck Williams. That's who he reminded me of in terms of a defender, in terms of a player more than anything. But definitely a defender. His switchability, how tough he is, um, his ability to protect the rim and then protect the paint. I thought that he's more compared to Buck Williams, but I do think he's a better defender than Kenya Martin. Yeah, no one cares about the Nets in the 80s. Came up. I'm talking about I'm talking about Buck Williams when he was with the Trailblazers. That's when he was making all league defensive team, first team. Nah, let's talk about let's talk about Came on, man. He's a bad player. Buck Williams trash. That's troll alert. Woo, 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 woo. (laughs) Yo. All right, here we go. Yo. On to number eight. Um, clearly in the player's choice realm, uh, this is something that we criticize the NBA about and all the voters and whatnot, but clearly there's some voters fatigue here because at number eight, it's Jaron Jackson Jr. That's because people don't like that he doesn't rebound. That's why. Could be it. Which is important. I, I, I ain't good for him either, but. I feel like that's really it. important. As a yeah, rebound. I think the game's changed. I think the game's changed. I think it still holds value, but yeah, I don't think it's as important as it once was, too. How is it? How is it not? How is rebounding not important? That's, in fact, the most important part of defense. No, when you rebounding stop somebody, is important. I just don't think it matters who gets the rebounds. Yeah, I think now t- it's more t- rebounds are focused. Like more guys, like point guards are getting six, seven rebounds a game now. Shooting guards versus before people more relying on the big, on the power forward and center to get the rebounds. While now I think it's a little more team oriented in terms of. Well, and, and even if that's true, your big guy, even if that's true. And I think that it's largely due to shooting the long balls because there's a lot of long rebounds. All right, I can get mm-hmm. with that. But when the game slows down, right, when, when the game slows down and teams are trying to get closer to the basket, your big man has to be able to rebound. And if he That's doesn't rebound, 
Last I checked, the four man, that job is not relinquished because you got a five man who rebounds. No, your job as the four man is to rebound. And the fact that he's the defensive player of the year and doesn't rebound at a high level, I got a problem with that. I do. Chill, did you hear Jaron Jackson Jr. said that he's uh, going to actually make a, a a great effort to start rebounding more? That would be great because six, six, seven rebounds a game as a big, that's not enough. That's that when when I'm watching DeMontis Sabonis, who also plays in this same league, average 13, 12, 13 rebounds. When I'm watching Anthony Davis, average 12 rebounds. When I'm watching um, Joker, average 12 rebounds. You as a big, being the defender that you are, being the rim protector that you are, being the paint president that you are, because he plays a lot in the paint, he should be a better rebounder than what he is. I have a question. Theoretical, theoretical. Player A to us. averages seven rebounds a game. But they're all contested rebounds, battling <laughs> with three other people in the paint. Player B averages 12 rebounds a game. But nine of them are uncontested. Who's the better rebounder? First one, one that no. gets the rebound of the contested. No, I, I, I think what I think what Mars Mars is asking, Mars is talking about quantity over. He's he's talking about quantity over quality. That's what he's talking about. So he's talking about a guy just because you average more rebound does not mean you're a better rebounder. Right. I understand that part. However, a guy in Jaron Jackson who averages seven rebounds, he should be getting more rebounds when it counts more. Like those well, seven is, rebounds. Was, I wasn't even really talking about Jaron Jackson. Okay, uh, well, 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 let's let, let's, yeah, let's, you can let's apply take, it. Yeah, you can apply let's take it, yeah. Jaron Jackson off the table. When you got a when you got a big guy, it matters when you're getting rebounds because those contested shots that that those shots that you're contesting, you're getting rebounds. Those shots could be in the first quarter, they could be in the in the second quarter, and then I, you might you might be contesting shots and not being able to come up with those same rebounds when we get into the meat and potatoes of the game when it matters the most. And I feel like that matters. So there's two, three rebounds that you don't come up with because we're trying to win that we need, as opposed to in the second quarter, you know, you might come up with those rebounds. But if you only get rebounds when someone shoots a three and then the other team doesn't crash the offensive glass because they want to get back, so the ball just bounces to you and you get rebounds and you just start your offense, how valuable is that rebound? Like, well, if, it, anyone, the, if the point guard gets it or the center gets it, what right. difference does it make? It's just a well, rebound. The reason why that rebound is valuable is because if I get the rebound and I'm able to speed the game up and now these guys, now these guys got to get back on defense. Well, they'll be, they'll be less apt to shoot the ball like that because their transition defense isn't very good. So they'll be less apt to shoot the ball that far away from the basket and, and less apt to speed the game up. Cause we already know that their transition defense isn't that good. I guess I just think if anyone can get it, if it's an open rebounds and anyone can get it. It doesn't bother me if the big gets it or the guard gets it or the wing gets it. That's um, the real the ones that which, matter which, to me are the ones that are actually contested. Which is fair, that's but that's the sign of rebound. But, so and, and, and I don't want to, what I, what I don't want to do is I don't want to equate myself as a basketball player, Mars. But what I what I will say is a guy like Big Ox, who's six eight, six nine, if I'm going to stick my nose in there to rebound, he'll tell me, yo, this ain't your job. Get your ass out there and do that. I'll handle this. He'll tell so me. He never told me that. He ain't never told me that. Mm. Well, the bigs Ox. that I've played with have said that. Nah, mm. he said he said Ox saying you're L big. I'm just using an example. Okay, okay. I need to I need to find some better bigs bigs to get down with. <laughs> but keeping it pushing though. Uh number seven on the list. Let me go ahead and pull it up. So does anybody think it's criminal to have Jaron Jackson as low? Or should he be in the reigning defensive player of the year be higher? I probably have mm. a top five for sure, but 
Um, it, it depends yeah. on who's. It depends on who else is on this list. I got a problem with his ability to rebound. I don't think he rebounds enough. He's not going to win it because of FIBA. He's he's off the list. He can't win it until mm-hmm. he. So it's already it's already determined because of what you saw in FIBA. That that's not it. for me for the not, not 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 you not yes. you in particular, Miles. But we're talking yes. about the masses from what they saw in FIBA. His ability to rebound. His ability to defend in the international game, which by the way is completely different than the pro yeah. game over here. It's already been determined. Yep, the same way Yanis couldn't win another MVP based on the 2020 bubble season, no matter what he did in 2021. If you do something after you win an award, the next season you are ineligible for that award until you avenge your mishaps. Joel Embiid, no matter what, will not win the MVP next season. Even if he averages 35 a game. Even if he averages 35, 12 rebounds, five assists, then the number one seed, Luka Doncic will win the MVP. Someone will win it. I just use Luka as a name. But someone will win the MVP because... Of the playoffs last year, he has to go through the playoffs healthy to become eligible for the MVP again. That's the politics of NBA athletes. Mm. I think I, I don't I don't like Jaren Jackson at seven. I think he's more around three, four. Um, because as as you know, I don't I don't equate um, rebounding to defense. So that's why I think that's why I can give him that. That's, that's crazy that you think that way, Ox. Being a big, you know, teams, that is teams. crazy, Ox, that you think like that. Being even that even even though you are big. Well, because I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm um, when I was born and playing ball, I, I felt like offensive rebounds were just as important as defensive rebounds, if not more important. So I'm crashing the board on both right. sides of the court. So I don't, it, I don't look at it like, oh, this is me <clears throat> playing defense. And that yeah, big one is offense, one is defense, right? But but that big is also keeping you off the backboard. Plus big, plus big ox. You being a KG guy, KG was a glass cleaner. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I just I think it's a separate category. All right, number seven. Number seven on the list. We have Drew Holiday. Mm. That's fair. Uh, one question that I do have about Drew. So we obviously know that Marcus Smart stepped in, or him and Marcus Smart were, or he's basically replacing Marcus Smart. With that being said, we know that Marcus Smart won a defensive player of the year with the Celtics. Uh, do we think Drew can have that same type of impact? Uh, we, I'm expecting the subjects to be a, a good defensive team. I'm, I'm expecting the rest of you. I think the rest of you guys think that same way too. Right. Do we think that him being the leader of that defense and then being a good team, does that help? And we talked about it earlier. Winning, winning can affect the defensive player of the year voting. Do we think that that catapults him higher up the list? Being on a good defensive team definitely helps. The only thing that I think that will hurt him is that them, how much of a jump can they really take? Because they lost Marcus Smart, who was an elite premier defender. They added Drew Holiday. So I think they stay stagnant. And they sometimes in voting, they want to see a big jump by a team defensively or a noticeable jump. I just don't know with Boston how good they were defensively already if they'll see a big jump with <clears throat> I don't see, Jalen, that's the thing. I don't think Boston looked at it as Drew Holiday is an improvement from Marcus <coughs> Smart. I think it's looking at it as kind of like, okay, we've been doing this for a while. Marcus has been here. He's been a leader. He's been here. He's been here. It's time to start fresh. So I think the Marcus Smart getting off of him was more so just to bring in KP. And now I think Drew Holiday was to come and just, we lost Marcus, so we need to replace Marcus. I don't think they're necessarily saying, like, he's he's an improvement for Marcus. I think he is an improvement for Marcus. But I don't think I don't think that's what it was meant to be, specifically those two. You know, I think I think they had to let go of Marcus in order to, you know, get another big who is uh, obviously KP. But 
I do think he is. What I want to ask y'all is that was great GMing since you said that. That was great GMing. Sure. Right. Does does Drew does Drew Holiday um can he switch on to bigger like in y'all in y'all opinion? Does does he is he have the ability to switch on to bigger guys like Marcus Smart? Is he as strong as Marcus Smart down there? Because what Drew Drew Holiday is what maybe an inter- Two, they two, both the same size. Inches. They both the same size. I thought you all that was about two inches taller. Yeah, than so I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I'm he's a little bit taller, but as you know, Marcus Smart definitely weighs more. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Is, is he strong enough? Because I've seen I've seen Marcus Smart get, get in that mid post with with uh Mark Marcus Morris, uh Julius Randle. I've seen Marcus Smart get down there. Does Drew, does Drew Holiday have that same ability? I think I doubt does. it. I doubt it. But he hasn't been asked to do that in Milwaukee. So, but I don't think, I think I've been a big practitioner. I was on the show when Marcus Smart won his defensive player of the year. Robert Williams was the best defender on that team, in my opinion. So, him not being there, I don't think that, I first of all, I don't think that the voters are going to give another Boston Celtics point guard a defensive player of the year just after they gave the first one a defensive player of the year. Because then it kind of is like, well, is the defensive point guard really the best defender in the league or is he just on this Boston team that seems to just be making that point guards look great? So I don't think they're going to try and undo that. So I think Drew Holiday won't win it. Mm-hmm. I also think the fact that their best, their actual best defender is no longer there would hold their team defense back from being where it was in 2022. In 2023, I might be wrong. I don't think they were a top five defense. I, yes, I, someone were. could check, but yes, I don't they. think they were. Oh, my fault. But in 2022, I'm pretty sure they were number one or number two. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think... I don't think they're going to be that. Maybe Porzingis can bring Robert Williams level run protection. I don't think so, but maybe. But I just don't think Drew Holiday can win it. But I do think Drew Holiday might be able to show that he's um, versatile. I don't think he's as versatile as Marcus Smart. I think that's Marcus Smart's biggest calling card, his ability to low-key guard one through five at like six, three. So. Mars, I don't think I ever really heard your take on on uh, just how you feel about KP altogether. Like, not necessarily just him on Boston, but I'm not sure if I ever really heard. I, I, I have. About- I have. Mark, he wanted. He wanted. He wanted him in Golden State. He loved him up in Golden State. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Would I say I'm high on KP? I don't know. Um, I think he's very good. I think he's underrated based on a lot of people holding what happened in Dallas strongly against him, mm-hmm. based on the fact that they're trying to make him a stretch big who just spaces the floor. Even though I think, as shown in Washington, he's one of the better post scorers in the league. Mm-hmm. He's definitely great in the mid range. Very good rebounder now. Rim protects. Very good defender. I think. I think he's just been misused, especially on better teams. I think that's what it is. And I'm not blaming Luka Doncic or or Rick Carlisle or KP. I just think he's been in situations that haven't been a good fit for him. I think Boston's a great fit for him if they use him right. Now, if Joe Mazzulla runs five out with KP, I think it's going to be. Joe, I think it's please, gonna be, Joe, I think it's going to be terrible. So he's gonna do that by the way. I have to wait, I have to wait and see because he was running five out last year, so maybe he's just got KP like, oh, stands in the corner, you're gonna shoot threes. Then I think it's cooked. But if they actually logo threes from KP, he does shoot some of the deepest threes in the league. Like if you look at it, like Trey Young, LaMelo Ball, Steph Curry, Dame, and KP. I'm I'm, god, this is new with that. God, he pisses me off with that, but I I love Eric Gordon too. But I'm a huge K- uh, K- KP fan. I- I've been since he got to the league. I-, I felt like he got the short end of the stick with the all Dallas situation. And the fact that he's, you know, 
people say, what what has he done as far as being a number one option? He finally gets to be a number three option and sometimes four option now that Drew's over there. So I think I think Kristoff is going to really show who he is this year. I'm, I'm happy for KP to be on a team like this. I agree. I just hope he stays healthy. Yeah, for he's sure. He's pretty healthy last year, so mm-hmm. I, I, I hope he's healthy. I thought that the market smart guarding multiple bigs i thought that was a coaching issue because again i still go back to the days when i'm trying to imagine marcus mark getting switched on to a lot and that's just not happening you don't know marcus mark is that's, that's, that's not say that say that one more time say that one you, more, say that. you don't you don't you don't think marcus mark is not no i don't <laughs> Mars, relax, Mars. Relax, sorry, Mars. Mars, I don't. i've heard them beads get compared to Hakeem all the time oh, he yeah, but, but nobody really i mean well i'm not saying that because there, are, there <laughs> probably is somebody out there that thinks joel is comparable or maybe even better than it. right i think they're smoking dope they are. but, <laughs> but this is this is my this is this is what i'm saying i i think just i think that was a cop out for joel and b that's not a coaching issue that's a joel and b issue give me the damn, give me the damn ball just give me the give me the basketball. And to Mars's point about KP being added to the roster, I mean he's one of the best. I think he was in the top five in the league in points on the box. I think he was third or fourth in the league in points on the box. I think more than anything, Ron, the issue was going to be continuity. Don't forget these guys were with Marcus Smart for what six, seven years. When you build that kind of chemistry and that kind of camaraderie to get somebody new in, even though he does something, even though he does the same thing that these the other guy did, the same, I'm not, if not better. We still had that continuity that we had with him. So that trust factor that we had with Marcus Smart, we got to build that with Drew Holiday because ultimately we really don't know him. Even though he does a lot of the same stuff that this guy did that we had before, we don't really know him like that. And that's I feel like that's going to take some time. I think that there's going to be some growing pains, but I still think that Boston's going to be one of the better defensive teams in the game. I think adding uh, KP... I think now you can move those guys like Jalen Brown, move him to his natural position at the two, move Jay, move Jason Tatum to his natural position at the three. Now Al Harford, who has got some years on, can play the four, KP can play the five. I don't think, Mars, that they're done trading. I think that in the middle of the season, I think that they're going to add another dirty work guy. I'd still have Derek White. All right, fellas, y'all ready to see who's at number six? Yes. So far on the list, we have Dylan Brooks at 10, Ben Simmons at 9, Jaron Jackson Jr. at 8, Drew Holiday at 7. And now on the screen, you can see who is at 6. At Giannis six. Antetokounmpo. Bullshit. I had him higher. Who the hell I had him too. so low? Mm, I mean, I the GM that. still called him the best defender in the league, so. Yeah. That's so that's prop that's propaganda. That's just because they're trying to get they're trying to get um more viewers from Greece. Where is it, where where is the big ox? Where is the logic that Giannis is not a good on ball defender? I got when I hear that from people, I'm thinking to myself, what Giannis are you watching? It's, it's it, because it's, it's because the the all the the guys that he's asked to guard on ball like Kevin Durant, guys like that, he can't guard them. Can. 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 Yeah, I'll just say, how do you think really good? I'm going to Christian Brown right, and Al Horford. Who can really guard KD? <laughs> Nobody. But that's okay. So that's my point. This is my point. If you, if I'm, if you're asking me to guard people I can't guard, you, you, you're doing, you're not doing me a disservice in, in as as far as the actual playing the game. You're doing me a disservice in giving me my. Defensive player of the year votes. You're doing me a disservice by making me look like I'm not a good on ball defender. I just, I just think it's just a whole lot of hype. 
I just think it's a whole lot of hype. I just haven't seen this Giannis that that everybody else has seen. I don't. Well, his, I don't know where it came from. His, his, I, his, oh, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, Moss. Um, I think what happened is in the midst of the Yanis propaganda that was happening a, a few years ago, where people were saying Yanis can guard one through five and he's the most versatile defender in the league. People have now gone the other way from that, where I think they were overrating him, to now is he's not that good of an on-ball defender. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. I think he has natural flaws as an on-ball defender just based on his size, like and else, 11, sure. mm-hmm. which makes sense. And I don't think he's ever been able to guard one through five. And I think that was just a lie that people made up for whatever reason. But I also don't think he's a bad on-ball defender. I think he's very good for his size. I think he's decent overall for the NBA. I would never trust him on a point guard, but on most wings, I'm I'm comfortable with Giannis. But I think it comes from the fact that people had to listen for a couple of years that he was the most versatile defender in the league who could guard one through five. And I think people saw that he really couldn't do that. And now they've Changed their tune and said he's just not that good. So I think it right. comes from that, in my opinion. I also think. Well, I also think that he doesn't get a lot of credit for being able to guard in stretches like bigs do. So we're talking about a guy that's six ten, six eleven, who does switch on the point guards, right? But. I think his ability to chase point guards away from screens. I think that his ability when he does switch to hold guards. I don't. I, I think that there's way too much switching for him so like when we're 22 22 23 feet away from the basket there's no reason for Giannis to switch on to Chris Paul or or to Steph Curry there's no reason for him to switch on to these guys whatsoever but when he does get switched on to a a, a two guard or or like CJ McCollum he looks like he holds his own because CJ McCollum is not blowing by him CJ McCollum is more of a pull a stop and pop kind of guy and I think Giannis does make it tough on him because of his length because of his that because of his athleticism he's one of the better rim protectors in the game and he's the best rebounder on the Milwaukee Bucks so when I think about him just as an on-ball defender I think that we give him I think that we shortchange him because he gets switched on the guys that he shouldn't be getting switched on to for a long period of time, as opposed to when I watch him chase guys off screens and, and, and hedge guys on screens, he's much better at that. That's, uh, that's, that's what I was about to say, too. In Giannis's defense, I have to be consistent with what I, what I say about guard, a big switching on the guards. When you're when I, when if, if I'm if I'm if my man sets a high pick and I'm you know extended above the three point line and he can't get through the screen and I have to switch. I don't feel like I should be expected to stay in front of this guard no. for eight seconds, nine That's seconds. That's your job, but I should, I should, job, I should be able to. I should be able to move my feet. I should be able to move my feet. Maybe get one turn, and if he if he pulls pulls a jump shot, I should be able to contest. If he hits it, he hits it. If he if if I stay in front of him for three seconds and then he he gets me with a good move and gets to the rim and I chase down and contest. If he makes it. Hey, that's that's I think that's good defense. I think Giannis is more than capable of doing that. I've never seen anybody do it. Well, I have, I mean, that's in the league right now. Nobody does it quite like Anthony Davis or, or even Bam. But um, t- but the problem is the problem is they see they've seen Giannis do that a couple times, and then they expect him to be able. Oh, that means Giannis can guard him. Like, Whoa. no, no, he cannot guard him. He can he can get switched <laughs> on, he can, he can get switched on him and contest and, and play good solid defense for four to five seconds. But once once the once that guard brings him out a little bit of retreat dribble and then goes to work, he's cooked like he should be. 
There's Miles, nothing wrong with that, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's that they're just overrating what they what they've seen him do because he switched a couple times. You can't you can't guard this guy for 14 minutes. Jalen, we can't have you get switched on to Joel Embiid and you get switched on him and you get a strip on him. So now we're gonna have you covering him. No, right. that doesn't work. Right. No, I, I mean, me, like, I, I would take the challenge. Me personally. No, no, you, 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 put, you put me, you put me on Rod though. Rod yeah. getting trapped up. You okay? So, <laughs> okay, hey, so Jalen, you not know. Marcus Smart. Okay, Jalen, you you covering Ron, you covering Rondo, and then you get switched on to Andrew Bynum, and you end up getting a block, and it's like, okay, we're gonna move now, Jalen, to covering Andrew Bynum. No, we're not. Yeah, it's not gonna work. No, just because just because we got one stop doesn't mean that next time we see these guys, you should be guarding him the majority of the game. That's ridiculous. On top of that, I do want to point point out what my man Tay just said in the chat because I I I was very happy to point this out last year. If you're such a great on ball defender, you can guard all the wings. Why would you let my man Drew get cooked by Jimmy? I hate you didn't, that. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't think at some point, that. hey, maybe, hey, you, you didn't, because for me, for me, I, if I see, if I see my man get cooked, I'm like, yo, he got to cook me now. Let me get him this quarter. And if he cooked me, I'm like, well, he just got it today. Tay, what I, Tay, what I, what I, what I equated that to, Tay, was I equated that to Rocky Four. Rocky watched that Russian beat the hell out of Apollo Creed. and ain't do nothing about it. You're just gonna let this dude beat the hell out of him, and you ain't gonna stop it. You're not. He's going to let him just keep beating him up. And you're not going to stop doesn't want him doing that. That's what it is. It's not Giannis. It's not Drew. It's not Chris Middleton. Coach Bud doesn't want Giannis. No, Mars, that logic doesn't work neither because I've seen Jordan come to the bench and tell Phil Jackson, I'm not Giannis switching. isn't Jordan. Giannis he doesn't, Jordan. He, doesn't, he doesn't have to Giannis says he listens to his coach. He doesn't have to be Jordan. But at some point, you being the star player, again, we work together and there are disagreements. I can cover this guy. You can't cover this guy. Let me help you do this for the betterment of the team. And Drew Holiday is getting scorched. Do something about it. I can't just stand around because you don't think I should help him. No. Get in there and help him. That's my job being on the team. And sometimes, the sometimes his, his, his job is to listen to the coach. He listened to the coach. And, and sometimes, too, though, you know, Drew, Drew maybe should have swallowed up his pride and just been like, Giannis, help me. <laughs> help Mike me. Wouldn't, Mike Budenholzer didn't want anyone to help. He, he wanted them to play Jimmy straight up, and he beat him. That's what it is. And that's he why did, he's he at where he's at right now. He, he, he did. Apollo did tell Rocky that. Yeah, but crazy. if that's your if that's your man, yo, you can't watch him get beat up like that. Jump in there and stop that, please. Yeah. Please jump I, in I there. I just don't stop think we that. can expect a guy of Giannis's size to guard guards like that. I think when we look at guys who can guard one through five or one through four, they're mostly in between the six six to six eight. Kind of range so guards who are kind of in between can have the strength to bang with the guys down low but still small enough and be, and be quick enough to stay with guards Giannis at 611 you know at his weight i'm just not going to ask him to guard a guy that's 61 it's just not going to be ben simmons did it i mean hey it could be there's five i'd say there's a few anomalies and actually did a real one. good job too Mark. yeah i was there. Ben did, a little bit of an anomaly with that one for sure i'll talk about simmons six ten six ten ten sixteen man Giannis is an asshole Watch Drew. Watch Drew get cooked and then blamed him and sold him. Mm. This, but this, but Giannis had um, back pain. Giannis had back pain, so he couldn't he couldn't play defense. Troll sat down. Should have sat down then. We I think that's a valid explanation. <laughs> Yo, we 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 oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. I guess I thought I was a valid explanation. Okay, cool. No, you if you if you if you're too hurt if you're too hurt to. If you're too hurt to play defense, you need to sit down. For real, you wasn't too hurt but to score if 38. If he doesn't, if he doesn't play, then it's gonna be oh, he just watched his team get cooked. Yeah, he saw. He, 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 he did 
Uh, I'm just saying, I think he had back pain. He tried to play, but they weren't trying to make him guard the other team's best player as well as average 30. They were like, okay, do what you can on offense. Play your help side defense. Don't guard Jimmy Butler because we have the best guard defender in the league. It was getting destroyed, by the way. (laughs) Well, that's life. You have a bad back. I'm not about to ask you to do that too because you're not Jesus Christ. So, but you're gonna ask me to rebound, and you're gonna ask me to rebound. You're gonna ask me to rebound and score because he did. Yes, I think he did go almost yes. thirty-eight, almost forty and twenty yes, in one of those. Games. I have to pick and choose what I want. I want you to score. I want you to initiate. Well, our obvious. Well, I want obvious. you to rebound. I don't want you to do all of that. I'm God, Jimmy Butler. Well, well, well obviously oh, we have to pick. We, we picked the wrong thing. Why? Because Jimmy Butler scorched us, and that was the reason why. Well, we yes, that. And so maybe, I, so maybe I can sure. sacrifice some of those rebounds. Mars, maybe, I, I, never... maybe I can sacrifice some of those points that Giannis gave us. Well, sure, but I'm not blaming Giannis for that. I'm not can I do that possibly? Because at some point I gotta get in here, big ox. I I can't just let my man get beat down like that. I can't. I got to do something. So, so, so Mars, let me let me ask you this, Mars. So, you ain't never been, you know, back when you was back when you was a youngster. I know you young when you was younger than you are now. You ain't never woke up in the morning, felt a little under the weather, be like, "Mumsy, I can't go to school." (laughs) Mumsy, I can't go to school. I can't I can't go to school today. You know what I'm saying? I'm sick. But then two hours later, you running around the house doing cartwheels and shit. And your mom like, well, your ass wasn't too sick to jump around now. You need to take your ass to school tomorrow. <laughs> you take you take your little bloody ass to school now. <laughs> you, take, you take your ass, you take your ass to school tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? I've been I've been there. So it's like you like you was too sick to go to school, but you weren't too sick to be doing to, to be jumping off the shit outside. You going to school tomorrow. That's what I'm saying. The you point, was, you, yeah. you you too you too hard to play defense. You ain't hurt it. You ain't hurt enough to score 38. And it wasn't like it was one game, Oz. He got scorched the entire series. Do something. Well, Giannis only played three games. The first game, he okay. Early on. So t- technically, it wasn't much. He could that's still do. More, that's still more than I, happens, I, I just believe if your best player is compromised, you don't ask him to carry you on offense and on defense, and then say he ducked the fade when he's the one compromised. When two years earlier in 2021, Giannis got a Jimmy the whole series. Like, I just don't think and, it's and, fair and to say I'm the man who's injured ducked the fade when previously that's when he was healthy, that, that's he didn't duck the fade. Wait, wait, and, 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 and not only did he not duck the fade, Moss, can you tell everybody what Miami, what happened to Miami in that series? <laughs> they got swept that, and Jimmy smoked, played terribly. Smoked. So, so I just so think it's unfair 75%. to say that the man who's hurt ducked the matchup when, when he wasn't hurt, he took the matchup, okay. swept them, and played great defense here's the difference i think it's fair to say that he was he was not playing he was not guarding jimmy butler because he was compromised no okay really quickly ron and and we're gonna move on but mars i'm not asking you to now fight this fight for me because i've seen guys who are getting their ass kicked somebody jumps in you know what that's renewed energy okay i can get back in the fight now you don't have to fight this fight for me but to help him like Giannis should have helped him, that could have very well helped Drew Holiday. I'm not asking well, you to Matt dump- wasn't just notorious for either he overhelps or he doesn't help at all. He was in his not helping at all bag. So that's that's scheming. And if you want to say Giannis should just argue against Budenholzer's schemes, oh, uh, sure. This, this, the point I'm going to argue against Budenholzer's schemes because I think he was terrible. You always do that. But that's, that's a whole different conversation. Time. I just don't think he ducked the match. That's what I, so, and I, don't think he, I don't think he ducked it neither, Mars. What I am saying though is, I think that it would have given Drew Holiday some renewed vigor if Giannis jumps in and he can see him slow him down. Once again, it's like a fight. 
I'm getting beat up. Somebody jumps in and starts beating this dude up. Oh, we can beat this dude. So then I'm going to jump back into the fight because now I get my confidence back as opposed to this dude just kicking my ass and ain't nobody going to help. Yo, so I, I do want to ask, though, because obviously Coach Bud isn't there. Do they look better with Adrian Griffin? Or does Giannis look better with Adrian Griffin? I've watched really him. Know what he's Giannis looked like he's gonna be. Giannis looked like he's. he's seen him in the post a bit more. Yes. He well, has I'm talking been. about. I'm not talking about offense. I'm talking about defense. Oh, I haven't been paying attention. Well, I, I don't. I don't know much about Adrian Griffin like that. That is. So wait, Adrian Griffin. That's that's AJ's pops. Yes. Yes. That's AJ's father. Yeah, went to. Went, I like. I like AJ a lot. Went, went, went to. Went to see so all. So he's got fourteen. Big, he's got fourteen years in the league, Ox, as an assistant really? coach. So it's not like he just uh, showed up out the boat. He, he, he he's been, he's been in the league for a while. Giannis looks like, from what I've watched in the preseason, he looks like he's going to be in the running for league MVP. Like when I say like in the running, mm -hmm. I'm like at the end of the season, it's going to be him and Jason Tatum, him and his for the last five years. But this, but but this year, but this year it looks a little bit different, Mars. He, he looks like he's got a bounce to him, like. What y'all saw last year, that was an anomaly. I'm better now. He looks I say he, he was third, right? I think he was I think he was third. I think he's been top three every single year for the last five years. But in, in, 20, in 21, 22, 20. Yeah. This year he looks like he's on a mission to dispel like like that revenge thing that you were talking about. That's what it looks like with him. Mm -hmm. You think he thought I was, oh, I was yeah, all the talk, so he's just stepping up this year. That's yeah, no, no, everyone's gonna be like, I never said Jokic was the best. Yes, you did. Well, I, I yes, stayed, did. I stayed with Giannis. No, you did. I never doubted him. I always had Giannis. Hey, I've been. stayed on my pivot the whole time. Yeah, Ron's been consistent. Ron's Luca Miami. But everyone else who switched up, they're gonna be out to. Now, I always knew Giannis is the best player in the world. I'd never said it was Jokic. Well, I was. I mean, even even earlier, a couple like a month or so ago, I was saying like Giannis. I think Giannis is about to be, you know, come out on crazy like something we never seen before. But now they got they got Dame. I don't see how. I don't think it's going to be the same as what I thought it was going to be. I, but as, as a team, I think that might be better for them. But for Giannis, I think it might slow down what I thought Giannis was going to come out and do. All right, fellas, we do got to keep it pushing because the time is ticking. But let me go ahead and throw this up on the screen because we have got to make some revisions to this because we have a tie for fourth and fifth place. the two names that we have chat i wish i could run a poll right now but currently i'm out of the country and things going on behind the scenes that i can't really get to but we can do a vote up here we got four of us I guess I'll be the fifth vote, and we'll make it happen. The two guys that we have is nah, Ron. My vote comes for two. You don't get a vote. Let's go. All right, bet. bet, bet. I, I agree with that policy. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> right. We got Mikael Bridges, and then we have Victor Wimbenyama. Yeah, nah, you, guys give, give you, you guys did the vote. You guys did the voting. I, I just want to. I just want to. I just hope. For the sanctity of this list, the Brooklyn Nets' best defender is in the top three. Because there's no way there's two people on his team uh, better on defense than him. There's no way. Well, so Mikel, 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 Mikel he better for be in the list. top three. Give me Mikel over Victor. Mikel over Victor. Yeah, give me Mikel. Give me Mikel. Yes. 
Yeah. Everybody's so, taking Mikael. Yeah. I'm taking Wemby, but clearly I've been outvoted. My, bro, my, my thing is, I, I hear you, Morris. Uh, I, I, I hear don't. you what you're saying. But no, 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 not, not Wimby. No, not about Wimby. Wimby. Not about I'm not talking about, 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 about Nick Claxton. <laughs> yes. I, I hear you about Nick Claxton. Um, but I do think Mikael deserves to be on this list. I think I think Mikael, I think Mikael is definitely yeah. in the top five, six. Um, uh, I, I think I, I think I think I might have voted Mikael. I think Mikael's the best wing defender in the league. The top three is gonna be AD, Evan Mobley, and Bam. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Claxton didn't make it. L list, L rankings, L everything. It's gonna be who? It's gonna be AD, Evan Mobley, and Bam. Sounds about right. AD at one. So Nicholas Claxton is below Ben Simmons and Mikael. Okay, yeah, the list is good. That's crazy. The list is good. The list is good. We can oh, let's see. Let's see, Ron. Mikael Bridges. All right. Um, with that being said, let's talk about Wimby being top five for a second. Um, why Wimby is not a better defender than Claxton? He's not. And Chet, so, and Chet's, Chet's a better defender than Wimby. Think so? Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Well, there's a difference between better defender at defensive player of the year rankings. <laughs> I must to believe. That Wemby, if he averages two and a half to three blocks, is going to get a bunch of votes for Defensive Player of the Year based on the hype he has. Right. So I think he'll be high on the Defensive Player of the Year ladder. Do I think he's a better defender than Nicholas Claxton? No. But I think we'll get more votes than him based on the fact that Nicholas Claxton seems to get no love, even by the people on Players' Choice. So I think no matter what Nicholas Claxton does, Wemby's going to get votes. So that was the logic. Because I, I put Wemby on my top three. Because I think he's going to get votes solely based on the fact he's going to block a bunch of shots and he has the media hype. It doesn't mean I think he's a top three defender in the league already. I just think he's going to get the votes. Oh, so, so Mark, that, that so you, you, you voted you voted best on who you think is going to get defense player. Yeah, I voted based team. on who I actually think is going to be the top oh. three in the accolade, not who I think is the three best defenders. Gotcha, gotcha. That's two different things to me. But you do think Nick Claxton is the best defender on the Nets, though? Not yes. that he's going to get the votes. By a wide margin, I think he's the best defender on the Nets. Yes. <clears throat> gotcha. I'm. I really do believe that Vic is going to average closer to three blocks than he is to two. No. I think he's going to have. I think. I. I know. I know. We're. I know he's a rookie. I know we haven't he seen. He might it, average but... four blocks. I'm be no, for real. Like, four. like he seriously. Might. Yet, yes. Four. Now that I think about. Now that I, now that I think about it, Ron, his ability. To he might block a shot on the line. perimeter every yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His ability to contest at the long ball line. I can see that. Yeah. I, I, have I y'all been seeing him in the preseason of blocks he be getting? Remember he got that recovery block on? Who was that from OKC? I think that was J-Dub. J-Dub came, he came off the screen, crossed him over, clearly had him beat. He had him beat by a couple steps. Vic recovers and blocks him on the, the dude was trying to reverse it on the other side of the ring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. J-Dub J- was trying to do some cute shit. He should have dunked the basketball. It, not on him, yo. You got to throw it in there. You cannot yeah, you do that. So you think he lead the league in blocks? You think, you think Victor's going to lead the league I wouldn't blocks? be surprised. Uh, yeah. Who led the league in blocks last year? Miles Turner or John Jackson? And how many? John Jackson. I think he averaged almost four a game. Damn. Well, yeah, if Jaron Jackson could do it, Wimby can do it. Man, yeah, when, when, was right. I think Wemby's averaging like three blocks in the preseason. He's playing like 20 minutes. Now, yeah. yes, <laughs> not everyone's playing their best. Not everyone's playing their strongest lineup. No, Mars, I'm not hearing that. Nobody's trying to, nobody's out there trying to get their shot blocked. Yeah, so I'm, that's saying, I, I'm saying, so I think if he plays more minutes and he's more engaged defensively, and the Spurs, in my opinion, are going to be funneling people towards him. There is three blocks a game. I think he can get his hands on four shots again. I think he can. Chill. Is it crazy to say that somebody could possibly average five blocks in the NBA? 
No one's done that since Mark Eaton, right? It is. It's Mark crazy. Eaton did it. Mark Eaton did it in '89. He was the defensive. He was defensive player. Yeah, he averaged five blocks. Lajuan did it as a rookie. Yeah, Lajuan did. Lajuan averaged four, four and a half one year. So yeah, the fact that we've seen it done. I mean, I, I, I it, it. You have to be able to defend on the on the perimeter, and you got to block shots on the perimeter. And I think that Wimby is going to be able to block shots on the perimeter. That's going to be the, the thing. That, the, the thing about him on the perimeter, like typically when you're blocking shots on the perimeter, you got to, you know, you, you got to time and jump early. And you just right. got to pray that the defender actually shoots it. For him, he can really just close out. He can really close out, stay on his feet, and jump when the ball is released or wait until the other defender actually leaves the ground. If his timing is right, he's going to block a lot of a lot of shots on the, on the perimeter. But if not, it's going to be a lot of pump fakes and blow box. He seems pretty well, disciplined on those other points. That's one of my biggest things, though. And, I mean, I could be going off just a couple clips. Maybe I need to see a bigger sample size. But his ability to recover, like when a guard's guarding him, he did that mm -hmm. a lot in Europe, too. When a guard would blow by him, you think you got a layup, and then he's coming and slapping it off the backboard. Yeah. But you, but then you also you – also, so with that, you got to get on that Chris Paul. You know, I, I hate when Chris Paul does it, and I hate him when guards do, like, do it in general. Uh you know, oh, you know, you get the defender on your back and you just stop. Yeah, basically. and you stop him and bump him and get him like this. That's that that stuff like that is having a foul trouble. But where where he will get a lot of blocks because nowadays, um, they, I don't know if it's just like what trainers are just teaching the players a lot now. They're relying on that side step or that step back to get in the ISO. So when they ISO Wimby, that's that step back's not going to work for him. Yeah, you step back and shoot that shit, and it's going to the stand. Cause he recovering, cause his ability to recover, he's gonna be smacking that shit <laughs> yeah. right back in there. That's all. That's that's all they're gonna be doing is trying to go through the side step. You know, Jason Tatum, how they do that? Jason Tatum might probably be able to get it off, but a lot of these cats they're gonna try to do that. Bop, smack, give me that. Like that's not happening. He's too. He's way too big. Way too long. It's crazy. This is crazy. I can't believe some of the shit we're seeing right now. All right, y'all. Yeah, does anybody have any predictions for number three? Uh, probably Bam. Bam or Mobley. Yeah, uh, let's go. Let's go Mobley at three. Yeah, let's go Mobley at three. Ox. Bam. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Bam. I, I don't know. I'm looking for. Bam. Yeah, go Bam. All right, you guys are right. At number three, it's Bam at a bio. Oh, thumb no. Oh, thumb no. I think Bam is right in that conversation. His ability to switch, his ability to rim protect, his ability to guard on the perimeter also. And he doing what we just got finished talking about, Big Ox. The Miami Heat don't ask him to guard for long periods of time on the perimeter because those guys mm -hmm. switch and they get back. Bam yeah, chases yeah. guys off screens. They blitz. They Miami, Miami's defense, what they do is they blitz a lot. And Bam might get caught on a switch. But then mm -hmm. you got guys like Kyle Lowry, you got guys like Caleb Martin who'll get back and get Bam back in the paint. That's yeah. the difference between him and, and guys like Giannis. I think all these guys, Bam, Mobley, and AD, it's all they can protect the rim really well, they can guard the perimeter. It's just slightly, slightly better. Like I think Mobley's gonna be slightly better than Bam, or I thought I thought Bam would be slightly better than Mobley, but AD's just noticeably better than these guys at all those facets, but they all do the same thing, essentially. I didn't even pick Evan Mobley, so everyone else must be very high. You, oh, damn. You didn't have a Mobley in your three? I am. Mars, how do you know Evan Mobley's on this list? Well, because it's not going to be Nicholas Claxton. It's not. It's going to be Rudy Gobert, Mars. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
You don't think Marcus Smart, he won a defensive player of the year. You don't think he's on the list? Uh, you, know you don't what? think Kawhi Leonard possibly sake, made it? For the sake of the show tonight, who's number two? Who could it be? I don't know. <laughs> I'm really wondering. I really don't know who the top two could be. Like, There's a there's like seven names I'm thinking right now. It could be between any one of them. I don't, I don't know who the top two could be, really. It's not like I definitely know who the two names are. I have no idea at all. This is crazy. The suspense is killing me. <laughs> well, y'all, at number two, you... Predictions? Anybody? Anybody? Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Mobley. Anthony Davis. Draymond Green. I think I'm going to go with Draymond Green. Oh, I bet not be Draymond Green. Draymond ain't ridiculous. It <laughs> 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 might be some people that have Draymond in there, too. That's just see. Who is it? Anthony Davis. Wow, the disrespect to Davis. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought, I thought Davis – it's interesting with Davis. I thought for the past two years he's been the best defender in the league but he's never gotten the defensive player of the year. It's just simply because of health. So I think when he's on yes, the court, he's the best That's what it was last year. It was, it was so specifically because of health. Everyone acknowledges when he's on the court, he's the best defender in the league. Which is nonsense because, and I believe it was either in tw- – How long has it, that it, been it, the case, Jayla? Man, I feel like it's been the case. Yeah, you can say the case has been longer than just half three years. You can make a case since 20 – let me really become – hold on. I want to say his – Second to last. So in eight, New so Orleans, in, his, his second in, to last in the New Orleans, maybe or his, in eighteen, he finished third behind both uh, Embiid and Giannis. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was either in eight, I think, and in twenty, he finished in the top three. In, in twenty, he finished in the top three in defensive player yeah. year, and then because I mean, because of injuries keeping him out of the lineup, then it got tricky. I want to say defensively, when Which did he really? really when sense. did he really start being the best? I want to say twenty sixteen, maybe. 2016. I'm going to say Kawhi Leonard was the best player um, in that year. Which year? I don't sure. I, um, 2016. But in terms of AD becoming an elite defender, do you think it was right off the bat? I think it took him a couple years. I think 2016. Was no, it was. Year. I think he was first team. He was, he was, he like was great two. right off the bat. I think yeah, he, was great, yeah. he was already. I think uh, he was first team all defense in year two or year three. One of them two, one of them two years. I think he was first team all defense in like year it's two or year three. It's crazy that he hasn't won a defensive player of the year than if he's been that yeah. good for this long. That's, that's, that's why I'm having a difficult time with, with you know, with the with the amount of, of games being played. Cause I think it was in the in the twenty in the twenty twenty one season or the eighteen season. That's what it was. It was it was in the eighteen season. Rudy Gobert won the defensive player of the year. He played the same amount of games as Anthony Davis. Same amount of games. I think it was a team defense thing, like you said, with with the team success defensively. Rudy Wigger was putting up some numbers on a number. What, number even if that, e- even if the, even if that's true, so we got from the from the trade deadline to the end of the regular season. That's a little less than half the season. I'd like to think the Lakers were the best defensive team in the game. From from that point, and Anthony Davis had already been an elite defender, or he had already been an elite defender at that point. So the fact that the amount of games that he played, I understand that Rudy played on Utah and they didn't really have any adjustments in terms of trades, anything like that. But for Anthony Davis too, for the amount of games he played, he led the league in rebounding. I think he was in the top three in the league in blocks. So I thought that he, I, I thought that he definitely had a legit shot to be the defensive player of the year last year. I agree. All right, y'all. Um, well, at number one, we all have our suspicions that it could either be Nick Claxton, Draymond, or Rudy possibly Evan Mobley. 
Mars, tell me who. Tell me who it's not, Mars. Who do, who who is not number uno? I'm willing to put every penny I earn on it not being Trey Young or Nick Cla- or Nick Claxton. It still could be Nick Claxton, man. I believe oh, it still so. could be. It still I could don't. be. Mm-mm. It could be Nick Claxton, man. Mm-hmm. I believe. I believe in the sanctity of the list. I believe mm-hmm. he. There's no way. Marcus. Marcus Smart not being top ten is kind of crazy. If, if the Brook, if the Brooklyn Nets are the number one defense in the league, I could see Nicholas Claxton getting more love and getting more of a narrative push. Just so you know, Anthony Davis has been top three in defensive player of the year twice. Yes, sir. In five years, only, as a matter only of twice. That's I it. thought it, I thought it'd be top three more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twice, 2018 and 2020. 2018 and 2020. He was behind Joel Embiid in 2018 as well. So that's crazy. That's nuts. Shout out to Joel Embiid. But yeah, who's number one, Ron? Let's let's see. All right, and hold on. Doesn't AD have to play 65? Well, that's, everybody does, not yeah, just AD. Everybody. Just Davis. Yes, everyone. I mean, well, Anthony Davis is the one with the biggest asterisk when it comes to 65. But let's yeah, go well, ahead. Number one on the Players' Choice Defensive Player of the Year rankings is none other than Evan oh, Mobley. Mm-hmm. Sure. You like that, Big Ox? I'm 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 not, and 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 this might be a stretch, but I think he could be KG defensively. That's how good I think he could be as a defensive player. I think he could be that good. His rebounding ability has gone up. I'd like to see him rebound a little bit more, but him in a paint as a paint presence. His ability to guard on the perimeter, his ability to rim protect, I do. I, I what I see when I watch him and offensively, I I I, I think he's going to get better. I'm thinking Chris Bosh with KG defense. That's what I'm thinking. That's how good yeah. I think he could be. I do. I, I I believe so. I mean, we, we've talked about Evan Mobley a lot, and I think I think in the next seven eight seasons, we'll Evan Mobley be on the trajectory to be. Yeah. In, in that power forward conversation, now he's not—he's uh, not going to be Tim Duncan. I don't think so, um, but he—he'll be—he'll be in that conversation of, of so. some of the great power forwards we've seen. I think. You think he's going to be a four his whole career? Or you think he's a four because Jarrah Allen's there? Just with the way the game's going. Um, well, that's—I mean—that's a good point, Mars. Um, I don't know. I can't—I can't rightfully answer that right now. I don't know. I do, Mars. I—I I do think that he's going to—I do think that he's going to stay at the four spot. I don't think he's going to move to the five. And the reason why I don't think he's going to move to the five, because like I said to you yesterday, I think Wimby is the future of basketball. So I think that's what the five is going to look like. So I don't think that you're going to have guys that are six, nine, six, ten playing the five. I think the five is going to be much bigger guys moving forward, just to, just with a higher skill level. So I don't I think that he's going to stay at the four. Hmm. Would you guys if because he was in the 21 draft right with Cade and Sway Barnes? And- yes. So. Evan Mobley would be you guys' number one pick in that draft. Redrafting it as of right now. Today, Hold on, what, what draft was that? 2021 NBA draft. So Cade, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Jalen Suggs, Franz Wagner, those guys. Hey, I first want to start by saying that was an amazing draft. Amazing so far. Everybody, everybody in the top ten, excluding Zaire Williams, is playing a significant role on their team or yes, a good role. I'm taking him over. K- I'm taking him over. K. Cunningham and Jalen Green. Yes, I am. I want. I, when it when the, when the draft started, I, I had Jalen Green, 
Scotty Barnes. I, th- I thought those two were probably going to be the best players out the draft. Um, I was, I was, I liked Evan, but I was kind of sleep on Evan, and I thought Cage was a lot of hype. And I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was Jalen and uh, Jalen and Scotty that were really the ones out of that draft. I'm still going to value redrafting. Yeah. Redrafting, I'll probably take Jalen Green still. But I'm going to value all like more. Yeah, I'm going to value the offense more for sure. So probably yeah. Jalen Green, even a guy like Giddy, I think I'd move up there in that spot. Uh, maybe would you I'd take Giddy, would, would you take Giddy over Evan? I, I think it's a conversation. I I, I, th- I think you're a racist. No, Mm-mm. call me a racist. Um, yes, because that's a bad take. <laughs> I, I'm look. I think Giddy is phenomenal. <clears throat> Again, I'm I'm going to be biased here offensively. I think Mobley's game offensively is a lot more limited. I understand what he brings at the defensive end of the game, but I think Giddy offensively, scorer, passer, playmate, like he just kind of does it all. I'd probably take Giddy over Evan Mobley. Ron, can I see that list? Because I'm looking at this list, and I think Giannis goes ahead of Mikael Bridges. I think he goes ahead of Wimby also. Uh, who on this list? I think Nick Claxton goes ahead of Dylan Brooks. He goes ahead of Dylan Brooks, Ben Simmons, Drew Holiday, mm-hmm. Wemby, Mikael Bridges. Guys. Mm-hmm. He goes He's ahead, ahead of all the Brooklyn Nets players, at least. I had Davis, Mobley, and Giannis yeah. as my three. Nick Claxton goes ahead of Dylan Brooks, Ben Simmons, Jaron Jackson. I don't love him over Drew Holiday, but I think it's a, a legit conversation. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the rim protector over the over the perimeter player because I think it's more difficult to guard at the rim than it is to guard on the perimeter. Um, he, de- I definitely think he goes ahead of Wimby. Um, is Rudy? Is Rudy I'm not sure he goes against. I'm not sure he goes ahead of. I mean, Mikael Bridges. I just, I don't know, Ox. Mikael Bridges is, I, I'm, a, I'm an Eddie Jones stand, and that's who Mikael Bridges mm-hmm. reminds me of. Whenever I watch him, he, he that's what that's who he reminds me of. Eddie Jones, set a little bit bigger and a better defender. So, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit biased when it comes to that. Not biased, oh, but yeah. more, I'm, I'm kind of swaying toward that. Mars, where'd you put your boy uh, McDaniel's? Really high on Mikael Bridges, but Dang. I knew he, were, I knew he wasn't gonna make the list. And I want to defer to Brooklyn fans here because they've probably watched more of Mikael Bridges in Brooklyn than I have. His defense was not as good in Brooklyn as it was on Phoenix, in my opinion. Like, maybe that's because he had a larger offensive load. Maybe, I don't know what the reason is. Maybe it's because it's a new scheme. He was being asked to switch everything. It was different. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But defensively, it seemed as if he was living on Phoenix's reputation because I'm still hearing about how he's one of the best defenders in the league. He wasn't showing that in Brooklyn. This season, he might. But when he was there last year, it seemed to me as if he was living off Phoenix's reputation. Nicholas Claxton was an elite defender all year round with KD, Kyrie, without them, whatever. Mikel Bridges, to me, I wasn't seeing that. I would have Mikel Bridges behind well, Ben Simmons. Well, wait a minute, though, Mars. That was his step. Nicholas Claxton. That, I think that's a little unfair because that was Nicholas Claxton's job, regardless of who came on the crew. When... Mm-hmm. When Mikael Bridges got on the crew, well, he had more of an offensive load. That doesn't negate the fact that he's still an elite defender. He just maybe, possibly, that kind of suffered because he had to play because he had to play a little bit more offense. Now, if you look and at he's this, he's going to have to do that again this year. But that's my point, Mars. If you look at this crew this year, we may be reverting back to that where this is going to be a great defensive team that's going to win a lot of games on defense. So maybe he may be that because I'm not. I'm having a difficult time with Mikael Bridges. 
don't get me wrong, I think he can score the basketball, but to average 25, 26 a game for the entire season, plus be that kind of elite defender, something's got to give here. Something's going to happen. That sounds like like Kawhi Leonard. It does. That's exactly what it sounds like, Big Ox. Something's going to happen. You don't consider Kawhi Leonard still to be like in these comments. Like he came fourth on this list. And I'm not saying he's a bad defender. And someone said I need to watch more Nets. Maybe I do because I know I didn't watch all 27 games or whatever he played on Nets. Just from my what I did watch, his defense wasn't at the same level as it was in Phoenix. That's all I'm saying. Right. Still a good defender, still bringing great value on that side of the ball, still gave effort, blah, blah, blah. Just wasn't as good. And this season, I'm, I'm going to assume he's still going to be the number one scoring option. Because Ben Simmons coming back doesn't change the fact that Mikel Bridges will be the one they're asking you to score, right. unless they start playing Cam Thomas more. And I agree, they might be a defensive leaning team, I think, well, definitely defensive like oriented team. Right. But if he's being asked to be the foc- the focal point of the offense scoring wise, I still think he's going to be the one who's going to take more plays off defensively. Nicholas Claxton and Ben Simmons can commit more to defense than he can. But yeah, here we are having him at four. And if that's me hating, I'm, I apologize to Mikel Bridges because. I don't mean to be hating on him if this is. I would love to see him be elite on offense and defense. I would love to see that. I just don't know if he's going to do that. All right, fellas, uh, we've reached that time in the show. Uh, I do want to spend a few more, few extra minutes reading some of these super chats. Uh, You guys send Mm -hmm. your hard earned money in, so I want to want to respect and acknowledge you guys as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, for. Mimo or Mimo said, so We always talk about the greats, but I'm a full time hater. So, who's the worst player y'all ever seen play? Rafael Michael Jordan in the 1993 point contest. Yeah, go watch it. Tell me if he's the good. Go watch it. Rafael, it was worse than Julius Randle in the three point contest. It was worse, exactly. So, go tell me, go watch Michael Jordan in the three point contest 1990. Yeah, he got like 38% from three. And go tell me he could just shoot threes if he wanted to. Go tell him. Sorry, Kurt. Probably Slava Medvedenko. People have mentioned Tony Snell, you know, the triple zeros. He's out there. Respect Tony Snell, man. I don't think he was. DJ Mbenga is bad. Yes. Lucas Nagara was bad. Cristiano Felicio was bad. Hashim Tabit was bad. Oh, Hashim Tabit. Jesus Christ. He was bad. All right, so I'm keeping it pushing. Thickest Pilot 9 said, I know I'm late. But seeing Chill cuss dude out, then immediately apologizes. It's hilarious. Also, shows how you were raised. Keep it up, OG. Love the show. Thank you, brother. Teddy Hart. Second player's choice start an NBA D fantasy league, maybe on a sleeper app, for them and their members to join. Hmm. What's NBA D? NBA. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good fix. Good fix, Teddy Hart. That's all. <laughs> My fault. Uh, exclusive excellence said that new Kai Jones song. He though, see, this one's drop another one. <laughs> this is what I mean. This is what I mean with this dude. This is exactly what I mean with this dude. I'm He's good. just making music. I'm sure. Keep it, keep it up, brother. You're going finish. Like, like Shaq was making music, but meanwhile, he was like 28 and 12. So, yeah, but if you give Kai Jones the opportunity, he'll be 29 and 13. Once again, so... he was a first round pick, Mars, on a bad team in Charlotte. Why wasn't he playing? He didn't have the opportunity. He was on. He came off the bench in college too. They just be hating. I don't know why. They just be hating. Kyrie the goat sixteen twenty nine said peak wise. Do y'all think AD is a top three power forward? Me personally, I got Tim Duncan and KG over him and Malone 
and Barkley. I mean, I, th- I think hold on, hold on, hold up. As a PJ, yeah, 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 a very than, solid argument. Yeah, KD over definitely better than Mikhail and Barkley. And I'm not gonna, alone. I'm not gonna talk I, about the other guy. Before. Yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'll talk about the other guy. So no, well, twenty and eleven for ten straight years. Yeah, eleven, not ten, eleven. That's more than a decade. Yeah, good, good for him. He's yes, Anthony Davis defense though. Probably Charles, Charles Barkley, I think you can make an argument if you value defense highly. I think it's the same thing for Dirk Nowitzki. But I probably have AD, also Yanis, by the way. Just saying. Um, <laughs> I'm, just I'm sorry, boss. Just, just, just going to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, so. But yeah, I think you can make an argument he's top five. I think you can make an argument he's top five. Joel like like Bob Pettit that, that never existed. What the hell? I, I think with she, I think with she Wallace in today's NBA clears Anthony Davis. But I, mean, I got love for Rasheed Wallace. He played fifteen years ago, man. So. I don't know if he cleared. <laughs> Joel Haracha said Kyrie beat Jason Tatum one on one with three dribbles. It's on YouTube with almost seven million views. End of discussion. Rookie JT, but yeah, look, rookie. Give me a break. Now that's true, but Big Ox said three dribbles. Kyrie might be the best one-on-one player in the league. That's three dribbles? So in 29, so let me make sure I'm understanding this. In 2017, which Kyrie Irving had been in the league for six years at that point, almost seven years at that point, and, Kyrie, and, 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 and Jason Tatum, who just got out of college, so it's the end of the discussion. Get out of here, man. I hate playing three dribbles one-on-one. I'll have a bag yeah. like that. I'm not gonna lie. It is- yeah, I cook anyone regardless, man. Three dribbles, unlimited <laughs> dribbles, five seconds, seven seconds. It doesn't matter to me. Man, I just got a bucket. D9 said, Happy Friday, panel. Best show on YouTube. We do what we can, brother. We do what we can. It is Friday. I didn't even know. It is. Get your wine, your vodka, your tequila, whatever you're doing. Get them ready. Buy the nice vodka. You don't do vodka? Cranberry and vodka, my go to. And by the way, since since since, since Dylan Carter was talking about his family, <laughs> yo, I don't know if it's me, but I've seen some Indian women. They are some of the most beautiful women that I have ever seen in my life. They bad as hell, bro. I, I like, damn, I don't understand why. Why? why man, I actually like it. I had this Indian Trinidadian one, bro. You still talk to her? Nah, that was one of the ones that got away. It was sad, bro. Mm-hmm. It was so sad. You got, you got, you got an Instagram? Yeah, but I, I tried. You know what? Yo, she was in the Air Force. And back when it was like the thing where Trump killed um, he killed somebody. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like that that issue. That's why I was, Oh, yeah. she, she was there right now. She was, in the, Gump, she Gump was in the Air Force, right? right now, by the way. She was Gump in the Air Force, right? So I just hit her with the whole, yo, I just hoping everything's good. I know we haven't talked in a while, but everything that's going on, you know, I try to, you know, squeeze up in there because of that issue. And, you know, she wasn't going for it. Wow. So you sound, so you, 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 are you the guy that goes to the funerals to pick up women? That's a morbid reason to, to try to get up. <laughs> that is crazy. That's, my, that's my, giving me some bad Somebody, somebody, so somebody, somebody got blown. Somebody got blown up. So Dub takes a chance to try to get back. Hey man, big ox. Everybody needs a show to try on, baby. Yeah. We got to change the name of that show. We got to call it Scumbag Jim. It might be Big Ox. That's giving me scumbag vibes. It is. I don't know. He does work with a scumbag anyway, so I can see it rubbing off. I never said. I never said I wasn't one. I mean, I know what I am. Oh, both have admitted to it. 
you know what's so funny? No, I'm going to tell y'all what literally somebody told me. They said I have layers, right? It's like mm. I'm a so I have layers of scumbag headedness and then it's layers like, of like, oh, I'm a good dude. That, this like, is off of somebody so else's so words. So you're, not onion, you're an onion dub? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an onion. I have no to say big ox. You know, I smoke. I'm not a crackhead. I just smoke a lot of crack. Get the hell out of here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a crackhead. I can stop if I want. I'm not an alcoholic. No, I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm not an alcoholic. I just my like mama to drink. Wasn't watching, my mama wasn't watching that TV anyway. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> all right so i got a couple more i want to read yep. uh bola boy 23 said he meant why was lucas why was luca ranked so high when him and trey had accomplished the same thing in the nba so far great question Kenyon. because when you, when watch, you, wa them when you watch them play you can see it as a clear that's, golfing class that's, that's the problem with people that's why you just can't just box score you gotta watch i don't see it I run it coming from you, Jalen, but sure. And you, and you can't just watch the game. You got to, the numbers matter, but also the eye test matters too. It's a combination of the two. Uh, G Life with a super chat say, Hey, Chill, do you think Robert Pack and Russell Westbrook had similar playing styles? No, I do not. Mm -mm. Even though Robert Pack was an athlete, um, Russ was bigger, Russ was more athletic, Russ played faster, Russ was a better passer. I mean, don't get me wrong, Robert Pack will run down the gut and throw it on you, but not like Russ. No, I don't think they were similar. All right, y'all. Last super chat of the day from it's Mr. GQ to you. He said people get away with steroids all the time, i.e., Tommy Morrison. Now they're cracking down with more strict tests and more athletes are popping dirty. Is it fair that the new guys won't have the same quote unquote advantages? Hmm. I don't care if they do or not. <laughs> I mean, I th I think as long as it's not a combat sport, I don't care. Yeah, so, 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 as long as, as long as it's not a combat sport, mm -hmm. steroids are good for the game. <laughs> big ox, what they say? If you, so they say big ox, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if, as, long, as, long, as long as we're not like punching each other, wrestling and stuff, I said, man, shoot up, nigga, let's go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, steroids while wrestling is. SOD, I'm not gonna hold you. Dude, that's fucking crazy. So, like what, what those what those Olympic runners were doing those steroids, it wasn't a 92, 98 race. Yeah, that's that's steroids. such a crazy advantage, all, bro. First, like, first of all, I don't I don't believe that Marion Jones ever did steroids. Yes, yeah, she did. Mary, she she pulled up came and admitted it. She, admitted she, she out she there crying on national television. She was that's forced crazy. to admit it. She she admitted it, but it was a forced admission. She was a documentary on it where she talks about it. It's just like you know how many people have been in interrogation rooms and got beaten to confessions? That's what she, she did not get beaten into a confession. It was basically rapping. Morris, Morris, Green, Morris Green is innocent. <laughs> this guy's insane. They not. Get, get Ben Johnson his goal. You're yeah, muted, yeah. Ron. You're fellas, muted. fellas, fellas, fellas. I got tacos, tequila, and tatas to get to. The three teams oh, of the day, of the week, okay. yeah. So, of course, we got hey, to end the stream. Hey, I advise it's you guys to go do the same thing. Tacos, tacos tequila. Take it light, big ox. I see them all, big ox. Take it light, fellas.